it's all right with me Cause you've got that whip appeal So come on and whip it on me It's better than love And sweet as can be, yeah I don't know why they hit my spirit Been in my spirit all day But maybe it's because it's cuffing season Maybe because it's getting warmer But that whip appeal action from Babyface is just, It just does something to my spirit mm-hmm. Babyface ain't got a lot of vocal or anything but that particular song does it for me. So I'm going to introduce myself a little bit differently. I am Kenneth Babyface Edmonds. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't have a pseudonym. Uh, I guess uh, Halloween just passed. Probably should have had something. I don't know. So I'll be Malibu Poppy. Oh, Malibu Poppy. And this is another episode <laughs> of the Jigsaw Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to your favorite show with your favorite friendly neighborhood, Casa Negroes, where we talk about all the things, but particularly we talk about the perils, the praises, the productivity, and the pump and circumstance of being black millennials trying to figure this thing called life out. Brian. Yes. How are you, my good brother? Man, it's, as always, it's a great day to be black, man. Oh, yes. Yes, we are in the land of the living, which mm-hmm. is a thing, and Ooh. we have joy and peace and all of those things. That's all that is important. Joy bells keep ringing in my soul. Oh, joy, joy bells, bells keep yeah. ringing in my soul. Yeah. 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 So That's good. good. That's good and churchy. So it's November. <clears throat> it is. It's November. It's Thanksgiving season. I don't want a lot for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Christmas it's, not, it's not time yet. It's not time yet. It's Christmas time. It's it's still it's still uh, Walter Hawkins and them as them time. Oh, I got Walter Hawkins love for you. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'm, I'm find some, I'm find something. What what season it really is? Mm-mm. Here you go. It's the season it is. This this is this, this this is the season of thanks. We, we just sang it last week. We're in in the season of thanks. Thank you, Jesus, for all you've done for me. Okay, and we thank him because he was born. So this is what we do. <laughs> We're going to kiss the season, right? <laughs> That's what we're going to do. Okay, that's them Atkins girls. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> from California. Tis the season. Mm-hmm. That's what we're here for. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can do whatever mm-hmm. you want to do. I thank God Jesus was born. And that is about his Thanksgiving. What, what, did the, what did the song say? Every day is a day of Thanksgiving. I ain't got to wait. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about Thanksgiving season? It's a season huh? of thanks. That's what's wrong. We talked about that a couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. That's what's wrong with you, new saints. You try First, to gotta give thanks. You give gifts. That's what's wrong with you, saints. You want you, mm-hmm. you want to compartmentalize God every day. Mm-hmm. It's a day of Thanksgiving, Brian Allen here. Don't y'all do it? <laughs> Don't y'all put them Christmas trees up yet? I put. I, I just bought me a new one. Look at you. <laughs> and when they come and they come to this house, I'm getting me some new decorative balls and I'm chasing that wreath out. Mm-mm. And we finna, we finna go ho ho ho, okay? <laughs> Not yet. Mm-hmm. Mm. What Brooklyn got to say about it? Um, she'll be, she'll, we'll probably put us up uh, after Thanksgiving. <laughs> she'll be fine. She'll be fine. I think all, earliest we put it up was like 
during the pandemic because we had nothing else to do. Um, but uh, we'll, I'll probably put uh, the trees up right after Multiple. Thanksgiving. Multiple. Y'all, y'all got multiple two, trees. We're doing two trees this year. Yeah, look, mm. look how look how we do. Look how it's just man. We just do all about the goodness of the Lord. How just bougie and black we are. And double whole shot <laughs> What is one tree? One tree ain't enough. What is one tree? Mm-mm. And you need more. I got multiple angels. Listen, I got my black sound. I'm put. I'm gonna put a nutcracker on my desk. When when it's when it's Christmas time, we do decorate. I'm not gonna hold you. Lauren does a wonderful job of decorating and buying the things, and um, she's real festive. Brooklyn is real festive. Um, Brooklyn really enjoyed the Halloween. She's um, she's going. She loves Halloween. Families. She loves she loves all the things. If it's a holiday or a birthday or a celebration, a time to celebrate something or do something or be involved in something. She wants to go ahead first. Y'all so. raising Brooklyn like um like Joan off girlfriend. Remember Joan celebrated every holiday <laughs> like crazy. She was up there celebrating St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Listen, Brooklyn and loves it. Hours bone in her body. Woman of God loves a theme. <laughs> she loves a theme. So I'm here um, for it. And uh, I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to it. And this year, like I'm gonna do before we go out of town for Christmas, I want uh-huh. her to open some gifts here at home for Christmas. I want her to have a Christmas morning um and in some capacity at home. Like I so Okay. So um, when are y'all are y'all going to Virginia? I'm yeah, we usually go to Virginia for the last like week, or we go go we usually go to Virginia for a week, and then we spend like another week here at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so at least before we leave or when we come back, I wanted to have a Christmas morning at home, like something that feels like Christmas. She could walk down the steps, wake up, see mm-hmm. a big gift under I the tree that. at home. You know what I, I mean? Like that. that's mm-hmm. that's something I really want. Um, I've already agreed to doing Christmas in Virginia every year, so I want to uh, have you know create a, a Christmas memory at home uh, and let her open up some gifts here, uh, or maybe just stuff that we give her. We go, we'll keep it here and not take it up to Virginia with her with us. No, I love that. So my mom, my mommy and daddy is going to be here, and my granny mm-hmm. for Christmas. So I'm super excited about that, and um, we can talk about this in, a, in another episode. But we're definitely doing a non traditional mm. Christmas dinner because um, we would have just had all that stuff. For Thanksgiving, and we're staying here for Thanksgiving. So, um, and it's just gonna be us. So I'm not doing no full turkey. Mm-hmm. I'm doing like turkey parts, mm-hmm. mainly, mainly just the neck, because um, I'm black like that. <laughs> you love turkey like neck that. and back. Ooh, I'm doing turkey necks, a whole pot of turkey necks. <laughs> <laughs> not your mama's Thanksgiving. <laughs> not your, but, but on a Sunday, any given Sunday, you would come to my mama's house, and that would be a pot of turkey necks as the okay, main God. meat. It ain't just mm-hmm. no side meat. Mm-hmm. That is a main meat. You got to buy a lot of them because <laughs> it takes you a lot to get full on turkey necks. But right. yeah, I'm going to saute them jokers and let them sit overnight. I mean, marinate them rather. Let them sit overnight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we've been right recently. Um, we've been doing like turkey breast, like uh, butters, butter, butter ball, whatever. I ain't never had no turkey titty. <laughs> just the titty. Well, basically, what it does is this big old, yeah, big old titty, uh, uh, turkey titty, <laughs> <laughs> and it comes like in a bag. So it's just, and then it has like some gravy that comes. So with it, it already got a bra. <laughs> what is that? It already got a bra. It does. It come in a bag, right? It, you know, your turkey titty got a brazier. That's that's fancy. Look, you Did your grandma in... ever call her bra brazier?s I think <laughs> so. Was that just my grandma? Nah, my brazier. What is a brazier? <laughs> brazier. That's a that's a a, a laceless. <laughs> Bra, it's just it, it does what it does. Let me Google that for real quick. Brazier. Brazier. I ain't even think I ever. Brazier. Ooh, it says bra. Mm-hmm. Then it tells me to correct my spelling, but anyway. 
Brazier. Brazier, my God. O'Brien. So yeah. I discovered this show via our good friend and brother Chris. I think mm-hmm. he told me about it a while ago. I had forgotten about it. Was on the Hulu mm-hmm. and decided to click on it because I actually watched a Michael Ely interview. He's in the mm-hmm. show. I said, Oh, let me check this out. And then when I started watching it, I feel like Chris told me about this. Mm-hmm. Reasonable doubt. It is okay. a Hulu original, but bro, it is good. It's about mm-hmm. this black attorney, um, criminal attorney, uh-huh. and she be on that joint, like listening to gangster rap. Like she is like, <laughs> she's she's so, and, but she's a beast at what she does. Mm-hmm. So imagine like Annalise Keating meets Issa Rae meets Claire Huxtable. Because mm. she's like, she got some stuff going on, personal relationships, like Annalise Keating, but then like she's just well polished, but then like insecure, the Issa Rae is kind of like, She's also very relatable to like us and go out for drinks and all that. Like, mm-hmm. So anyway, so I encourage you. It's only nine episodes. They are an hour. Uh-huh. Only nine episodes though, but it's really, really good. First episode is kind of like, all right, girl. But then mm-hmm. episode two, immediately. This is Hulu? Hulu. It's a Hulu okay. original. Uh, but I feel like you can never judge a show for pilot. You just can never do it uh-huh. because pilots be all over the place. Yeah, I think you got to give shows at least I always two give them three. to four episodes. I give them three. Three is my max. Mm-hmm. And the only way I go over three is like when y'all niggas told me about like Ozark. I gave that a season because that season one was butt. <laughs> I thought it was good. <laughs> I ain't like season one. And then season two, I said, okay, here's the killing. <laughs> this is what I'm here for. <laughs> here's the drugs, the violence, the, the white mess. Because you know, I appreciate some white mess. You do. Mm-hmm. I like white mess. I love being a white folk business. I do. Because when they get messy, they get messy. <laughs> messy. They get messy. Um. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Song of the week, I believe it is. I believe it's my turn. Yep. It is. And I'm and I know that we're gonna probably do some a little bit later in the rest of, but you know, since we're here. Since we are here. Since we are here. I've been mourning. I've been mourning. Yeah. Morning, Brian. Let me get it together because I want to make sure I get right here to this part, to his part. Hallelujah. That is Quavo and Takeoff, Vars into Captions, one of their um, most recent singles, and we'll 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 do proper honoring in just a few minutes here. But make sure we want to dedicate a nice little portion of this episode to one of our favorite current rappers, Mr. Mm-hmm. Takeoff. Um, so with that being said, understood and accepted. Brian, are you yes. ready to get into some black excellence in the Blessed Up Report? I am ready. Let's do it. Let's go do it. Yeah. 
right, we're here at the Bless Up Report. We shout out black folks doing great black things. We know that as oh, yes. black people, we do things all the time. We create history. We make black history every single day that we wake up, right? Support black right? college. Yeah, support black college. Yes, Josh has a sweatshirt on to support black colleges. That's what Side we do. Note, we support- if you want to come on the show, sir. This episode is sponsored by Support Black Colleges. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> right, this has been a great time doing homecoming season. You could have talked about you know, supporting black colleges. Listen. Uh, so this uh, uh, episode of this segment of the Blessed Report, uh, again, if you know a black business that wants to be supported or needs to be supported, be yours or your friends or family member, let us know. Send it to us in our DM on uh, Instagram or what have you. Um, so this week on the Blessed we have Orlando McGill and Sniper Productions. Okay, Elena McGill is a self-taught photographer from Conway, South Carolina. South Carolina, stand up, because uh, <laughs> Conway, where Conway? is Conway? <laughs> not a clue. Um, and I go to South Carolina many a times. Uh, his primary focus has always been on not creating the perfect image, but showing his clients how to embrace the imperfect. Right? He believes mm. every client is a king or queen and produces images right that allow his clients to see themselves in a better perspective. You can actually right. uh, hit him up right now on social media at shot dot by snipe. That's all one. We'll, we'll shot uh, period period um, uh, by snipe to book your family. Or holiday shoot. So check them out right now. Orlando McGill, Sniper Productions. Uh, support black business, support black photographers. I, and I believe he's Fred, right? He he's 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 Fred. Mm-hmm. He's one of Diggs boys. Mm-hmm. He's the son of Diggs. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Even yo to the good noob, right? Uh, so <laughs> celebrate, especially if you, you know, if you're part of us, right? You know, support. If not, still support. Uh, we do appreciate you. And, and I looked that. it up real quick, real quick. Yeah, it is yeah, yeah. right. It looks like it's, I ain't going to say right outside, but it's um, some miles away from Myrtle Beach. Okay. So that's where it's close to. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kind of makes sense. <laughs> okay. So if you're in that Myrtle Beach area, South Carolina, uh, hit them up. Um, so on a less, that's not no light at all. Um, on another note, um, we do have, unfortunately, um, a rest up report, and we are going to probably stick here for a little bit because um, they are moments on this show, moments in time, moments <laughs> in culture, uh, pun all puns intended in culture uh, that you mm-hmm. got to kind of stand still and acknowledge a person who was a trendsetter, a culture mm-hmm. curator, an icon, a legend in their own right. Um, and in, in, in a lot of cases, we say the good die young or they die too soon. Mm-hmm. And we've seen it time and time and time again. Uh, friend of the podcast, friend of real life, we're going to say that um, we do have a rest up, a um, mm. Kirshnick Kari Ball, known oh, professionally yeah. as Takeoff. <laughs> go back. Go back. What is it? Kirshnick? <laughs> go back to that full name. <laughs> Kirshnick Kari Ball? Shout, but shout out. Shout out to the little nephew Kari and, and Takeoff <laughs> sharing a middle name. <laughs> right. Go ahead. <laughs> so, and I saw it there earlier. I was thinking, well, not, or I saw it the other day. I was like, is, is our nephew named after... <laughs> Take off? Like, is Chris, that a thing? Did, did, did Chris and them do that? That sounds like a thing? very Chris Moore type of thing. It does, because Chris, Chris loves the Migos. Chris forever. Chris is Fila. Listen, he may not wear Fila's, but forever but he, he loves Atlanta. He does. Everything Atlanta, Christopher Moore. Shout out to Christopher Moore. He he loves Atlanta. He rides for Atlanta, even though he don't live in Atlanta. And he, he, he said Atlanta he won't move back. I, he ride for, I, don't, I think he rides for Atlanta as, as equal as I ride for Memphis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That works. That mm-hmm. works. But uh, Kershnick Kari Ball, better known <laughs> as that Kershnick. A That's a name. That is a name. Woo! <laughs> uh, better known as Takeoff, American rapper. He was best known as a member of the amazing, again, <laughs> culture, 
creating. Um, mm-hmm. There is before the Migos and after Migos. You can hear the sound, the cadences, the mm-hmm. freaking um, mm-hmm. what is it called? The ad libs. There's, yes. there's different before the Migos and after the Migos. Um, and you know his uncle Quavo, his cousin Offset. We're keeping them up lifted in prayer. I believe uh, Take All Back has some kids, too, I want to say. If I'm not mistaken, did they have any kids? I want to say, I'm not 100% yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, but definitely, uh, prayers for him, prayers for his family. Um, again, like, culture icon. And and I've okay. said it. I think we all said it. I think even Quavo yes. has said it. Takeoff was the the best he rapper. He was the best rapper in the Migos. In the Migos, right? Uh, I feel like Quavo was was there for the for the hooks and the choruses or whatever. Quavo was the face, the yeah, the popular one. Yeah, he he gave the style to mm-hmm. um, you know, to the Migos. I feel like Offset was kind of like the 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 solid rock, but the mm-hmm. the freaking who never gave us a bad bar in my Andre three stacks of the group was take, take off, off. <laughs> the quiet one. Mm-hmm. That nigga when he got on that mic. He just tapped that thing. Who said I all left right. all bad and bougie? Who said? <laughs> who said I left all bad and bougie? Like, like the nigga was the rapper. He was the yeah. rapper in the group. So yeah, it, it's definitely well, a, sure. a sorry. What are your thoughts on on this, Josh? I mean, bro, it was so literally. I was l- quite literally putting mm-hmm. on my sweatpants as I typically do in these winter ish season, leaving mm-hmm. the gym and grab my phone because you know it's the beginning of the day. Get yep. ready to come home to get Josh. So I'm always checking my phone. Make sure I miss no messages from Asha. Didn't have no text, so I checked social media real quick because mm-hmm. I had just recorded myself in the mirror too, so I was getting ready to post it. <laughs> <laughs> and when I got finished, I closed it out and I literally saw the shade room was the first post on my timeline. Mm-hmm. Tragic, you know, whatever the headline was about he had passed. So I was like, you got, and I I did like a big gas, like you lying to me. And it was like, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. What's wrong? What's wrong? And I was like, take off died. It was like, what? I said, take off as in Migos rapper. Take off is dead. It was like, what? So the mm-hmm. whole everybody around me just kind of stopped and started looking and googling mm-hmm. to make sure I wasn't lying. I'm like I wouldn't, I ain't putting death on nobody, man. That ain't right. what I'm gonna do. Um, so it was shocking, and I think a few things hit me. Like he was 28, mm-hmm. like 28. Um, he was at a private event amongst his peers and friends, so it wasn't like a random situation. Um, it happened as a result of a, a an incident that he wasn't even a part of. You know, what mm-hmm. I'm saying? it was like so many yep. variables. And then when you just think about like. I know death is inevitable, right? Yep. And no one knows the day or the hour, not just when Jesus is coming back, but no one knows the right. day and hour when they're about to fly up out of here. Yep. Um, but you just, I wasn't expecting for takeoff to be up out of here. I mm-hmm. think gone too soon, sure, but just like the shock of just it being him. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, bro. That that, that kind of took me, it hit me in a different way. And I, and I wasn't grieving yesterday in terms of like, sad and be down but i i was kind of it definitely made me self-reflect on my life my legacy my youth and you know what I'm saying the, the fact that life is a vapor mm-hmm. and they just like the the song of the week bro that album just came out what last week two weeks ago yeah, like that. yeah and so like and like i know migos had their little beef or whatever but they were all family like legit blood family mm-hmm like they didn't they didn't do a tour yet on this album. Mm-mm. They ain't released more than like one or two singles from this. Like it was so I feel like there was so much left undone. And um I, I wrote a tribute piece for BuzzFeed mm-hmm. um to him that should be dropping today, plug or yesterday if you listen to this, you know, currently. Um but in that like it took me a while to get through it because I was listening to his music and making sure I got those lyrics right because it was like 
14 mm-hmm. iconic bars or something like that. And um, I don't know, man. I just got overwhelmed with like this emotion. Gratitude mm-hmm. for life was just almost this questioning of like, because because I and we maybe get into this in greater conversation. I'm going to let this go because I don't want to get too deep, bro. Mm-hmm. But I know they didn't always rap about the most positive things in the world. No, not at all. Right? No, no, no. <clears throat> but I don't know that Takeoff really lived a life of the streets like that. So when people start saying stuff like, you die by the gun and you blah, 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 blah. Right, I, right. I just don't, I don't know. And there was nothing in the news that suggested that that was his active life today. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, I don't know. It was just, it was a lot. Right. Was a lot. And then you had churchy people. I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say that, but I'm going to say it for the greater yeah, 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 yeah. Overall, yeah, overall, happy. I was, I was definitely kind of, it definitely hit me in a way. And because of his youth and the, 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 the amount of talent that was in him. Yep. Yeah, I think it's just it was just it was I was just I I was overwhelmed with emotion for sure. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah, without a doubt. And I mind you, I'm not the like you and Josh are clearly the more Southern rap Migos like fans. Like y'all probably know all the songs, all the lyrics, stuff like that. I'm a casual Migos fan. I I mm-hmm. understand. I listen to their music. Um, I wouldn't my turn body it. no Vivica. I'm not your average, no typical. That's one of my favorite lines. Yeah, I don't I don't know, <laughs> but I remember no lyrics. But that, for the most part, but um. I can understand the importance of of takeoff. You know what I'm yeah. saying in terms of and what the and what they do to the culture. And there's even a clip going around right now. And I'm not plugging drink shrimp because after the whole Kanye thing, I kind of was like, they're done. Um, but there's a clip going around that even Nora posted where takeoff was like, "Not nah, give me my flowers now." And even that idea, that thought process of like <clears throat> giving niggas they flowers now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, if, and, and even go back a little further, like Tupac 24. Biggie, yeah, twenty four. You know what I'm saying? Like life is like is Dolph, so, Nipsey, all of them. Yeah, no, Dolph, man. Nipsey, um, Pop Smoke, nigga. Like you know what I'm saying? There's so many like folks the in P&B this rock dude. Like yeah, just young men, like young black men. Most of them, and the crazy thing, Josh, most of them are younger than us, like much younger than us. Like and 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 it makes you think about legacy and yes. all those things and yes, you know. Uh, it's it's just it's just interesting time, interesting season. Um, praying for just everybody out there, uh, especially black men. Um, like senseless violence, like 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 you toting a pistol, you think you cool, you 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 get upset and you want to shoot somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like like throw the hands like niggas used to. You know what I'm saying? If you want to throw the hands, like throw throw the hands. Why somebody had to die? Like people should deserve yeah, to get man. home to their family. Just fight. You know what I'm saying? Like fight like niggas used to do back in the day. Like you don't got to shoot nobody. Like you no, know, just put the hands up. I'm not. You know, I'm not, you know, condoning violence, but niggas, you don't do something. Yeah, but, but altercations happen, right? Yeah, and altercations if it, and if happen. it leads, unfortunately, to physical violence, to your point, why why does somebody have to not go home? Yeah. Like, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and, and like a fight is a fight. You can fight. I've seen niggas fight and it'd be like, all right, that was good. We caught that fade. We good. We got it off our chest. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like niggas just shooting and fighting and, and killing, like, like, like for what? You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that thing is silly. It's played out. It's whack, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Man. Like, especially yeah, you, you know, you you taking somebody who's giving back to the community. You know what I'm saying? Like, you taking yeah. somebody who is who has the ability to literally change lives and generations, not just for his own personal family, but nigga, probably your family too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, all that stuff is just silly, it's dumb, um, and it's definitely corny. It's played out. All y'all niggas that's doing it is weird. Um, let's just do something better. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I'm not trying to say that as a person who's in a different place and stuff like that, like. I get it, but yeah. let's just do something better. But it's definitely sad, man. Like you said, prayers, all that kind of stuff. Um, rest up to take off. Um, prayers to to Quavo and, and yes. Offset. Those um, family. 
family. And again, they just did the album together, right? Mm-hmm. So like, not only is he mourning his cousin, but the 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 loss of part of his career, um, a because, major part of career. Yeah. yeah, because I mean, for all we're not gonna get into the Migos beef, but they had become this duo, mm-hmm. and now your main, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I don't, I don't care. They were all great. They all had their. We talked about this. They all had their shine individually, but right. their superpower was as a trio. Oh, without a doubt, like their main superpower. You know what I'm saying? And there's a major piece of that missing. So I hope that whatever I hope this is a lesson too between specifically Quavo and Offset that whatever happened, you mm-hmm. know, they know the truth that them niggas get it together. Yeah, it ain't um, and, and, and reconcile. Even if we never get another, you know, even even if it ain't a Quavo Offset duo album. Get it together. Be featured on each other's songs. Work that thing out because mm-hmm. this death, unfortunately, has proven that again, time is just a vapor. Life is a vapor, and we could be out of here at any moment. Um, at any moment. So yeah, bless up to Orlando Snipe, and then rest up to Takeoff. Yep. And in the words of our boy Drake, the the one that we love, and like the third Migos, we take off. Um, so ready to bunny on hop to the billboard real quick. Let's do it. <clears throat> Let's do it. So in the billboard this week, um, instead of saying bye, Felicia, someone wants us to say hello to Felicia. Angela <laughs> means you may not okay. know who that is by the name, but <laughs> that is the real name, the bio, uh, biological name, the government name of the woman who played Felicia from the iconic classic Friday. She said in a recent interview that she did that. She is sick and tired of the people saying bye, Felicia. And when would somebody say hello to Felicia? She said that <laughs> she when well, she asked us, how many Felicias do we know? And she got real emotional explaining this and saying that Felicia okay. was not a crackhead, Brian. She okay. said Felicia was just lost. And um, she said, don't you want to know Felicia's story? Don't you want to know the backstory to Felicia? I, would, I said, first of all, no, I don't Mm-mm, want I don't, don't care about the backstory to Felicia. Felicia was a crackhead. She asked to borrow their VCR. Listen, um, she she was very much so not. She was probably lost mm-hmm. because of her drug use. Yeah. And then Friday was a comedy, right? And much as we don't we don't trivialize drug use because it's definitely a disease. But like, yeah. in the nineties specifically, it was a certain time they was making fun of drug use and things like that. And it's just an iconic phrase. Sis. Now I can understand if you was upset if you felt like you got typecast. Right, right, right. Because of Felicia. Mm-hmm. But ain't nobody saying hello to Felicia. No. It's they not doing it. No. Brian, like, how do you we, feel about it? We we know crackheads. <laughs> like we know we, we we go to Atlanta, go to any major city. Mm-hmm. No one is is welcoming a person who's clearly has had some challenges. It's just it is what it is. Like yes. they they ask for money, they're panhandling, and not, and it's not that we're being cold hard or anything like that, but it's most time it's like once you engage, it's gonna be some foolishness. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so in most case you're like, nah, I ain't got it. Nah, we good. Sorry, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Every once in a while you might throw something, you know, some food or whatever. But like, she just, I, I, I get, I get the heart of what she's saying. But like, shut up. <laughs> put, it, put it down, Felicia. Put it down. Put it down. Put it down, girl. And Netflix is not making no movie. You probably, you know how much, you know how many times they play Friday on BET and BH1 and MTV. Girl, your residuals should be fine. Right. Make this, and you a vegan chef. Focus on that. Right. Folk, and focus on the fact that somebody thought to interview you in the year of our Lord 2022. Right. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> bye. Bye, Felicia. Felicia. Good and the bye. 
Um, moving on along. Um, speaking of women that we love and who ain't being problematic uh, across our internet feeds is Auntie Tab. She wins again. It is her winning season. Who got? Who made that gospel song? Winning season? winning season. I have no clue. I, like I feel like that sounds like a Jonathan Nelson type shit. I feel like something he would write. Probably. He be- um, while you looking at it, I'm going to go ahead and talk about what her winning season is. Tabitha Brown has been nominated to um, for two Emmys for her show Tab Time. Uh, one of them is Outstanding uh, Preschool Series, and the other one is Outstanding Host for um, Hosting Said Series. Brian, does Brooklyn watch Tab Time? Um, I have never Y'all showed never, that to her? I've never heard of Tab Time. No, Brian <laughs> Allen Hare. Really? And honestly, Tabitha Brown is not one of my favorite like personalities. Oh, we I don't dislike move. her, but I just haven't tapped into her her ministry. But you know, we're gonna move right along then because <laughs> your wife was all on Instagram talking about that was the joy she needed. So it is a what divide. Tabitha? No, talking about Tabitha winning. So somebody in the in the Hare household likes Tabitha Brown. Lauren, I think Lauren and Brooklyn may. I, I haven't tapped into Tap Time, so they may have. They have their own things, you know. Well, I have. I didn't watch it because it is far in terms of like demographics below mm-hmm. Josh and Jaden. But I've heard adults who say they like it. They just like Tab. But Brian, just keep stuff at Target. Okay, I'm gonna move on because I don't know. I'm gonna put you in my greater conversation. <laughs> um, speaking of niggas, because that's what you just did, nigga, nigga, nigga. The word is all over Twitter now in abundance, um, mm. thriving even from not just the black people but the whites. Ever since Elon Musk took over Twitter, and because he calls himself, check this, he calls himself Brian a free speech abs, um, abolitionist or ab, okay. whatever he calls himself. Mm-hmm. And so Antichrist, now, as Chris calls him, yeah. So now everybody's going to say they want to say anything, all kind of hate speech. So nigga has increased usage by five hundred percent. Wow! First of all, I ain't really. Um, I have a Twitter, mm-hmm. but only for journalistic reasons. I need to tap into some sources. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I don't. So I don't be. I don't be on the Twitter. But I can only imagine the kind of space that it's going to turn into. Right now that Elon Musk is at the head of, are you still? Do you still tweet with the babies? I've never. I don't think I've ever tweeted before. Ever, ever. No, nah, I don't think I've ever. Who are tw- you? Tweeted anything. <laughs> remember one time you and Chris was like, Brian, you should get a Twitter, and I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna do it, and I never did it. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I don't, I don't have Twitter, but apparently there's supposed to be a Twitter blackout. Like our black celebrities are like huh. not feeling it, and they like we gonna get off Twitter. And then also I heard that they are actually charging. Eight dollars for for a blue check mark. Yeah, they so, try, yeah, they, yeah. I dare he's trying to do that. And, and he just, what I understand, he is. This is I'm gonna tell you, this is this is not Elon Musk. This ain't smart. He's working with engineers to create the the engineers who produced Vine uh-huh. to create something on Twitter so they can compete with TikTok. It ain't happening. Instagram tried to do it with Reels, and TikTok is still alive and well. <laughs> mm. Now, now the people love Reels because we ain't giving rid of our Instagram, but. Mm-hmm. They ain't giving up their TikTok either. TikTok right. is now the number one source for finding information over Google now. You're not mm. touching TikTok. <laughs> no, like, TikTok. TikTok, TikTok is, is unlike Snapchat and all other stuff. Just, I believe TikTok is that that fourth social media presence now. It's not yeah. your Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Like, it ain't going yeah. nowhere. TikTok ain't going nowhere. <clears throat> ain't uh, going nowhere. I like TikTok. Uh, another thing is, I would say, like, I'm I'm sad that we haven't come up with Black Twitter yet. Like, I'm sh- I'm shocked that it hasn't been a thing yet. And all the Black folks go to the Black Twitter, and it'd be our own... Mm-hmm. Th- I'm surprised that it hasn't been a thing yet. Yeah. But you tried that with Black Planet. 
Bring back Black Planet. I think Black Planet can come back. No, 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 no. No, I'm okay on that. Well, I'm just revive it, but make it like a Twitter platform. Mm. Well, Black Planet was almost like MySpace. Yeah, Black Planet. I think, but Black Planet came out before MySpace, wasn't it? I feel like I don't know. I I say Black Planet needs to come back, but make it a different platform. Make give like make it like Twitter. Like we are like when you see like Mm. Twitter is for the culture, like for Black culture. Mm. Like somebody even said recently, like what is Black Twitter? Like. What is Black Twitter? Is this place? Is it a website? Is it a thing? Um, if I follow Black Twitter threads on um, on if I ever need a laugh, I go to Black Twitter threads on IG, and I just laugh because nigga, we are hilarious. Um, and I feel like that should be we should have our own space. It's, let's segregate social media in that in that, ca- in that capacity. <laughs> I'm not mad at that. I, I think I'll be okay in a really black space. I love black spaces. Yeah. Um, speaking of black spaces, Beyonce is coming to give us one. The tour is coming. She was at her mama's. Wearable Art Gala, Miss Tina and her husband. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Beyonce auctioned off two tickets for her Renaissance um, tour. Um, this is not really a talking point other than for me to just ask, are you going to the Renaissance tour, Brian? <sighs> if Act you, 2... You're on strike 2. You are already on strike 2 in this episode. If, you don't like Taz. Yes, it's girls, right? So if it's just Beyonce, you're not going? Eh, probably not. I've seen Beyonce before. Like I don't need to see Beyonce again. Next, because um, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to engage you in conversation in this way. I'm not about to do that because the amount of people you said you would go see again who ain't going to give you a show like Beyonce, Giselle, Nose Carter, it's, it's, it's a little nah, customer right but not, You no, and your though. yellow sweater can go somewhere <laughs> talking like this. Be great with your you yellow sweater. You are making sweater. me upset. <laughs> yeah, no, but, no, but on truth, on truth, I will go see it. It depends on where it's, where it's located, right? Yeah. If I can get good seats, I don't like to sit far. Mm. Um, what the price well, of those? To, I bet you ready to pay ten thousand yeah. dollars. So, so that's my thing. Like, <laughs> I want to go to the shows. Like I have. That's why I haven't seen Bruno live because I can't find any seats that are like close. And his tickets are stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen Beyonce again. When I saw Beyonce doing four album, when she, the four is the one that put her even to the the higher <laughs> stratosphere. Mm-hmm. We had good seats for that. Um, but other than that, like I haven't been able to find solid seats that I'm willing to pay. I'm not trying to pay like. You know, five hundred or two thousand dollars per ticket. I think I that's really probably that. my max, and I would be crying and paying five hundred dollars. Yeah, and because it's like anything over that, I just can't. That's a lot for a ticket, bro. It is, and but I two. know it's a quality show, but I'm like, like yeah. you said, about to, I about to say two tickets is thousand dollars plus. Uh, if it's like Ticketmaster plus the convenience charges, parking, everything, parking, it's, it's a lot that goes into it for sure. And then you got to get a, a fresh new outfit, so that's a whole. So that that one date, date night is about twenty five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollar tickets at Beyonce these days ain't gonna get you the best seat either. No, you gonna be yeah. you're not even on the floor or yeah. even close to the little side part where you can see her. So that's that's my dilemma. Is, yeah. is I would love to I would love to see Beyonce again in, in person, mm-hmm. but do I want to pay Beyonce prices? And I know that's gonna it's gonna sell out real quick. I'm gonna be sitting by my computer trying to get tickets, and if I don't get it right then, then I'm gonna have to get it on resale, and that that's gonna be it's gonna be worse. even worse. Yeah, so like, yeah, I'm a fan, but I don't know that I'm that big of a fan to pay like over five hundred dollars, then do the resale and all that different kind of stuff. Like, um, lastly on the billboard, I'm gonna bring him out the attic just so we can laugh for a second. Okay. Okay. The artist formerly known as Kanye West mm-hmm. went to Sketches <laughs> unannounced, <laughs> and they politely escorted him and his Yeezys off of their property. <laughs> now I'm gonna tell you what's so funny. You gotta be down bad. Mm-hmm. To go to sketches, oh yeah, because I, I don't know who intentionally 
goes to sketches or wears sketches outside of like maybe nurses or they didn't sketch the ones that had like the wheels in the bottom of their shoe. Those are Heelys, but the sketchers have the. But then sketchers, sketcher didn't make them. No, they made big old uh, soles for old people. But sketchers didn't make the the, the, the skate shoes, Brian. You I don't sure? think so. <laughs> it may have, you know. I w- it wouldn't put it past sketchers. I mean, I, I don't know. I just, I just feel like that was a, anyway. Sketcher is not a cool shoe. Not. At I all. would wear a Puma, an Under Armour, before I, you find me in a sketcher. Now I'm not wearing any of those. But mm. Kanye West went to Skechers and they told that nigga, get off my property. <laughs> <laughs> the Goodwill said, we are no longer selling <laughs> Yeezys in our store. Like, you are down bad. 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 Uh, and it's funny because Chris Brown, you know, he's an avid sneaker <clears throat> collector. Mm-hmm. And it was, I was watching an episode of something, some show or whatever it was, and it was showing his sneaker collection. Mm-hmm. And he has like, I think like 20,000 pairs of sneakers, something That's crazy like that. And he said, I have everything except for Skechers. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he has Asics, Pumas, freaking um, anything you can think to have, everything except for Skechers. He said, mm-hmm. I would never wear Skechers unless they gave me a check to wear Skechers. Yeah, like, I don't know anybody that, who would do that. Skechers? Like, my mom owns Skechers, like, because she just old. It's, it is a specific demographic. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, it really is. Yeah. It it's, really it's, is. It's like geriatric, and it's going to be comfortable and stuff like that, but like, Skechers? Although, I'm, I'm going to the website right now just to look at Go ahead. He probably could have took Skechers to the next level. I ain't going to hold you. He probably would have made a great <laughs> Skecher. And niggas would have bought it. If he wasn't problematic and took Yeezy to Skechers from the mm-hmm. beginning, yeah. oh, Skechers would have blew up. It would have been like what? Because remember at one point they had stars selling Levi's and Walmart? Yeah. Because nobody was wearing them anymore. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden they came back in style and they politely yeah. got their bus right on about Walmart <laughs> and shot them prices right on up. I feel yep. like it would have been something similar. Um, but yeah, yeah anyway. That's just let you know that. how bad he wanted. But you know what? That speaks to his will. I'm going to let it go. All, all the hoteps who keep saying he know what he doing. He mm-hmm. owned his brand and the design. Then why do you need sketches? You went to right. ske- that's the thing. You went to like the bottom of the shoe totem pole mm-hmm. to put your what was considered a luxury like high class sneaker out. Right. And you went to Skechers to do right. that. Uh, nigga, if, if Lonzo Ball Daddy, what's his name? I uh, can't think of his name. Mm, they Mr. made Ball. their own shoe. Just go overseas, find a, a manufacturer, and, and make, make the shoe. Make the shoe. Make the shoe. Use your own capital. You, 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 so you're you're this. You stand on your fact that you're a rich person. You can do all this kind of stuff, nigga. Use your own money, like Sway said it. a long time ago. Find a manufacturer, manufacture your own shoes, and do straight to consumer. Yeah. Like, why are you going to Skecher if you yep. if you if you got it? So. Yep. I agree a hundred thousand. F Kanye. <laughs> so with that being said, let's do the next subject, Brian. You ready to get into the living room conversation? I think we got a good one. I'm I'm ready. I think it's, right. it's, so, it's appropriate too. I think it's very appropriate. So um, grab your drinks, grab your snacks, grab your eggnog because pumpkin spice season is over, and it's, <laughs> and it's Christmas time. Uh, and let's and let's bunny hop on down to the living room and have this good conversation. Let's do it. All right, good people. We are in the living room and we are here for another great conversation. And this we week, are. Brian, I decided. I thought about it. I was like, you know what? The holidays are here, right? I'm, I'm going to mm-hmm. give Brian his just due. I'm going I'm to yep. admit it. It is. We are approaching Thanksgiving. Yes. And we do celebrate Thanksgiving. We Christmas do. Christmas is just overlaid on top, yeah. of, on top of that celebration for me. Uh, but 
the beginning of Thanksgiving in November really tr- it's almost like the summer. Mm-hmm. It triggers a lot of travel. Oh yeah, without a doubt. People are about to start traveling. Um and like for work, me and you talked about a little bit offline. Like we wrapping up these last few work trips before the holidays really set in. People start taking off. Uh, depending, especially now with remote work, people are probably traveling to their company holiday parties and things like that, or just going to visit friends, friends giving, all these different types of things. They're a thing, right? Mm. Um, so with traveling comes, you know, a certain set of rules and guidelines. And mm. Brian travels far more for work than I do, but I do a significant amount of traveling as well. So we're consistently on the road. And I think we've picked up some best practices uh, are, and yeah, on, on, on top of the fact that we've traveled with friends, we've traveled with family, all these different types of things. So we just wanted to give the people some travel preps, some travel rules, some guidelines um, that kind of help help us navigate this holiday season of travel and visiting. Maybe we should do it. We should, ooh, we should do an episode on like how to be a good guest. Oh, niggas, yeah. don't, niggas don't have cooped anymore. Not at all. because you can't spell it either. That was Onika. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, let's, let's start off just start off real basic. We've asked this in the culture code before, but I'm going to ask you this just as this particular type of question. Um, yep. What do you prefer? Road mm-hmm. trip or a flight? Or does it depend flight. on the trip? Flight. Like I, I would rather fly. If you're going to, if you're going to Charlotte, you still rather fly? Mm, no, no, no. Charlotte is... <clears throat> That's true. So, so if it's like three and a half hours or under four hours, I'd rather just drive. Because by the time I, it it depends. Like, so right now, Wait. if I were to go to, so I live on closer to South Carolina, right? Mm-hmm. So if you consider like time frames, I live about an hour and like 15 minutes from South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And then to drive from South Carolina to North Carolina is about another hour and a half. And then Charlotte is like maybe 30 to 45 minutes once you get into North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And considering time from my house, it like, takes you about 45 about, minutes to get to the airport. If, yeah, 45 <laughs> minutes to get to the airport, and then I got to get there, then get on the plane. So it's kind of the same. It's like a washing time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I see that. Yeah, it's a washing time. So I would rather just, just drive, you know, in that case, going to Charlotte or maybe Columbia. Like if it's like a small, if it's a short drive, I would do yeah. it. But other than that, other than three hours, three and a half hours, I'm about to say, fly. what is your max for a road trip? Like that you're outside of bearing emergency. I know for like emergencies, we'll probably do anything, but no emergency. What's your max? My max, it depends on where I'm going. If I'm going to Virginia to Lawrence's parents' house, I would do that. And that's about six hours. Okay. Um, six and a half. I would probably drive to Memphis if I needed to. Six and a half hours. But uh, where are you if, going? How, why does it take you six and a half hours to get to Memphis? I haven't driven to Memphis in a long time. That's just okay. <laughs> it used to be six and a half hours. That, how long does it take now? I get there at five, but I've done it in four and a half. <laughs> You drive fast, <laughs> but um, so but so no, about would, five and a half hours though, for real. Yeah, I would, I, I'd rather I'd rather fly anything mm-hmm. over like say four hours, three and a half hours. I'd rather fly yeah. because it's just, it's just I hate I like enjoy driving. Yeah, but if I I I enjoy my time better. Mm, yes. I enjoy my time better. So I agree with you. I think you made a good point. You said Virginia because Memphis is my barometer. It takes mm-hmm. me like if I'm just if I'm doing speed limit. Because mm-hmm. my parents also live in the the eastern suburbs of Memphis now. So that's uh-huh. that's another reason why it doesn't take me as long. I don't have to go as deep into the city anymore. You probably uh-huh. have that six-hour thing because you were going into downtown. Probably. And, you know, all that. So you're going, like, deep into the – like, you're passing all the way through Memphis, and it's another 20. Once you get to Mississippi border, you got another 30, 40 minutes, and you get into the city. So I get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but regardless, Memphis is about a – depending on how you drive, a five- to six-hour ride. Um mm-hmm. That's my barometer. Anything mm-hmm. over that, yeah, I'm done. Too much. 
Mm-hmm. And the only reason why I drive as much as I do now, which, you know, flights are expensive. Yeah. And not God, so much I just hate. for me, but I got, it's four of us. So yep. they'll be like, oh, that round trip ticket up at $300. Yeah. But that easily turns into $1,200 mm-hmm. <laughs> just to get somewhere versus yep. a tank of gas. Yeah, Especially yeah. if I'm going home. Because I ain't, because when I go to Memphis, my only expense is getting there. Same thing with Because even yep. if I like fly, my my dad and mom, well, my dad is a homebody. So I got a car. Mm-hmm. If I need it, if I got two sisters and my, and my grandma. I got several places to lay my head. Mm-hmm. And my, my older sister got a really nice size home. And my parents got like three bedrooms that ain't used. So I got plenty of places to sleep. My grandma got an extra room. I got plenty of places to sleep. Right. Um, I got plenty of friends. You know, so I can hitch a ride. I like Memphis is low key. So why would I spend $1,200? Mm-hmm. To get there. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So that's also a rationale for me versus like if I'm going to LA or New Orleans or somewhere. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. So like even Orlando, I think this was years ago when we did our first Disney vacation. We drove because it was only like eight hours. But we were trying to save them because Orlando Disney World ain't cheap. So we Not were trying all. to find ways to save money. But in the today of things, we were making more money. Oh, we're taking because Orlando is real cheap from Atlanta. So I think for me, it depends on if it's a family trip. We'll get into yep. that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It depends on like where we're going mm-hmm. because if it's like a cheap flight out of Atlanta where it can be two hundred dollars up to three four hundred dollars, I'll save the money to do the you know spend a thousand dollars on a fly. But right. if we're talking about oh, and then in some places you just can't do nothing but fly. Like I'm not driving to California. That's, oh, a, yeah. that's a wash, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, you <laughs> yeah, you can't drive to Hawaii if you're doing a fancy vacation. That's you know mm. stuff like that. New York, not doing that. But if we're talking like New Orleans, um, whew, that's, a, that's a long way from Atlanta. That's, yeah, that's a yeah. long. Yeah, but I, if I, you're I, talking I, about, let me say anything in a six to maybe eight at max hour difference, depending on like if this is and this is only for family. Mm-hmm. If those tickets are astronomical, then I'll consider driving. Yeah, otherwise. Me and Ash are planning in advance yes. to make sure we get that flight. I actually prefer flying um, mm-hmm. over anything. I was, I've flown to Nashville. You have. That's a three-hour flight. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. three-hour drive. Three-hour drive. I, one, I don't like riding in the mountains. I just don't like it. <laughs> I don't like that drive. That mm-hmm. mountains bother me. Going yeah. up on my fine, but we come back to Atlanta. Going baby, down. Man, you, 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 you better believe I'm somebody's granddad because I'm going 20. I feel like I'm about to fall every single time, brother. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. Mm-hmm. So if I can fly, I can fly. And because now that they've done round like the everyday stuff to um, Nashville, you can mm-hmm. get them for like $150 round trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and, and that's, and that's that, I think, I don't know if I said earlier, but yeah, weighing out the pros and cons of price yeah. is, a, is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd rather not fly to Virginia. Yeah. But if I'm paying over like $1,000, then I might as well just drive because the car's already paid for. It. I'm just paying for gas, and like you said earlier, I, I'm not, I can't. I I can't. Uh, so in my my life, I can't equate California to your Memphis because it's just mm-hmm. so far away. So mm-hmm. I usually uh, probably equate Virginia to your Memphis, <clears throat> and it's the same thing. We just need to get there, yeah. Right, we just need to get there, uh, and if we can save money and just driving, um. We can get there, and that's an inexpensive, inexpensive trip. It's we 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 get gas halfway there, get there, get gas halfway, and then so it's really like maybe two hundred, three hundred dollars max in terms of food and gas getting there quick, and back. Quick question: Wouldn't wouldn't you would you have to drive 
anyway to some extent when you go to the part of Virginia y'all go to and put all your business up there. Yeah, yeah. Because so there, there's you, no airport there, right? So you, so no, no, where no. would you so, fly into? You would fly to Richmond, which is like okay. an hour and maybe an hour and a half from my okay. parents. So I'm, and see, that's I, another I, one of the pros and cons. You fly into like smaller cities and stuff like that. Like, I'm gonna have to get a car and do all this other kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, yeah, right. So you could consider. So consider that. Like, <clears throat> it's an hour, hour and a half to the airport. So that's a round trip. Think about a round trip. That's three yeah, hours. Three hours on you top know, of the cost that, of a rental and not yeah. having your own car. Yeah. And exactly. So that yeah. and the flight costs. So it just makes, you know, unless we just unless we just don't feel like doing it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Unless our parents want to pick us up in the airport and all that kind of stuff. And I just don't want to drive and Lauren don't want to drive, then we'll 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 just we'll just fly. Um yeah. tickets aren't terrible, but it depends. If it's a last minute thing, like if it's say this weekend we wanted to go to Virginia, I'd be like or Thanksgiving or whatever. I'd be like, let's just drive. It's it's cool. We'll be fine mm-hmm. instead of paying because mm-hmm. you know during holiday season and stuff like that, it costs more. So yeah, no, I feel that. I think I weigh that because there are some um some ways in which I navigate, like even going to Memphis too. Mm-hmm. Um, like because I'm thinking about I'm just gonna put out here in the universe. I'm thinking about going to Memphis with J Five to be my line brothers. Okay, we, we all haven't been together for a while. Um, and um, it'll probably likely just be me. So it's like, do I drive or do I fly in like Thursday night because J Five mm-hmm. is on a Thursday. Um, and then come back, you know, Sunday morning type of situation. Because usually the flights, the earlier the flight, the cheaper they are. At least coming out of Memphis to Atlanta mm-hmm. is my experience. Uh, or you know, but and I'll probably do that because that'll only be realistically because it's after the holidays. Probably two hundred dollars max mm-hmm. for me to do that to Memphis right. versus getting on that road and that because a, a weekend like three days seem like a long time, but it is not because no. if I'm coming back Sunday morning, that's not a day. If I'm leaving Thursday night, I'm literally there Friday and Saturday. Yeah. So that's a lot back to back on the road. That's 12 hours mm-hmm. possibly in my car. Yeah. So yeah. like to your point, how much more time can I, and then I'm gaining an hour going to Memphis. So like how much more time can I save just hopping on a quick flight? Yep. Doing what I got to do. You know what I'm saying? Doing like that. So, okay. So let's go into road trips real quick. Okay. When you, go, when, you, when, you, when, you, when you decide to do the road trip, what are some of the essentials that's necessary for you to get on the road? Um. First and of foremost, gotta have gas is essential. <laughs> yeah. Um, a a charger in the car. Mm-hmm. Gotta have that. I'm, I'm, I'm going. I'm going so small. I'm going micro, and then probably go macro. Yeah. For so sure. gotta have a charger. Gotta have a, multiple chargers. You never know what could happen. Don't Ooh, be especially out. You got kids. You don't want they look yeah. iPad and stuff to die. Yeah. <laughs> um. Gotta have that. You gotta have technologies. I'm gonna use that. So cell phones iPads, laptops, whatever it takes, especially if you have kids. Ooh. Yeah. Y'all still y'all got the DVD player, y'all call, y'all put that in there. Y'all old school like that for Brooklyn. Nah, we don't want <laughs> a DVD player no more. Uh do we have a DVD player? It was such point? a thing. People play DVDs in their car. <laughs> yeah, my, my uh my uh, my father in law, he has a DVD player in his in his truck. And we had the the seat rest joint where you could like put it on there. We used to have that <laughs> for the boys. Not for for, long, for both of our cars, we have these um like cell phone holders. So you can mm. put the cell phone in on the back of the seat. Yeah. Um, but then now I think uh, not Lauren Brooklyn has an iPad. So if we go like on a long trip, yeah, we might just bring the iPad and let her just have it have her way, and mm-hmm. or she falls asleep, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so that so electronics are important. Um, s- snacks gotta have snacks. Gotta have, ooh, what's gotta your favorite? Snacks. What's your because you? I'm assume that you do most of the driving when you're doing road trips. Yes. So what? Oh, you said that was an attitude. We'll get into that. What, <laughs> what, I feel you though because. It's a it's it's an interesting complex. Like sometimes mm-hmm. I be won't ask you to like take half of the trip or something. Mm-hmm. But I personally can't rest well because I'd be like I feel like Asher gonna crash. I was like any minute. 
<laughs> and then like I like and I'm and I'm really basing this on going to Memphis. I don't need a GPS. Mm-hmm. I know all of my exits. I ain't right. got time for Ashley waking me up. Where my exit? Girl, drive. Follow the signs. It's gonna tell you. You go from here to the Huntsville exit, Huntsville to the Memphis, and you drive it all the way out. That's mm-hmm. literally it. Right. Um, but no, what is your go-to snack? If you're go-to snack, especially uh, as a driver. That's so a, you gotta have salty and you gotta have sweet. Okay. Right. So gummy worms is gonna be a thing. Mm. Gotta you could you go in the bag and get you some 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 sweet candy. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on what time of day. Coffee is gonna be, be a thing. I know that's not really mm. a snack, but a drink. Coffee is gonna be a thing. You want me to stop it, boo boo? Coffee don't make me boo boo though. I can't, make, I can't do no coffee on the road. River. I'm finishing this cup now, and I gotta go to the bathroom. Go ahead. <laughs> coffee <laughs> don't make me boo boo. Uh, some form of chips. So like, it could be a Dorito. Mm. It could be a um, like a lay. Not a lay, but the ruffle. Something that you know, some a good chip. Maybe okay. Uts or something like that. Um, but you something like that, something I can just grab and just in snack, maybe some M&Ms. Um, I don't have a specific snack, um, but I'm also at some point going to stop and get like a, a, a some fast food. I'm going to eat that on the road at some point mm. too. Mm. Um, so yeah, mm. uh, some type of candy, okay. like most likely gummy worms, and then some type of chips. Okay. Uh, and maybe some cheese. I like cheese. So I'll probably bring some cheese. Uh, I, I'm, yeah, I like, I like cheese. Cheese and uh, coffee and chips, brother. Or, that, or a sandwich, or like a sandwich. If I go, to, you know, I can get a, get a nice little sandwich, not not too mm-hmm. messy, but a sandwich I can just eat while I'm driving. Mm-hmm. What about you, you? Like cold cuts. I'm a simple snacker because when you ride with Josh Rogers, we don't make stops. Oh no, we stop for gas. Yeah, and, you, and it, no, no, you said fast food. We don't stop for gas. Well, depending on where we going, because Memphis, we getting there on the fourth day. Oh yeah, we stop for gas. Mm-mm, for what? I'm going to have a quarter tank left when I, I've done Memphis too many times. I got a quarter tank left when I get there. When we go to Virginia, there's a, in, in South Carolina, okay. there's, like the, there's a gas, a couple of gas stations right before you South Carolina. Because South Carolina has cheap gas. So what we'll do is by the time we get to South Carolina, we probably have like maybe half a tank, a little more than half a tank, and we'll fill up so that we can make it to Virginia and then back to that same gas station on our way home. Understood. Yeah. Going to Memphis, no. If I'm going somewhere further than Memphis, then I will because I don't know how. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know where the exits are. So mm-hmm. when I see myself getting below half, then I'll fill up. Do um, you remember when Memphis had like that long stretch where there was like no gas? Is that still a thing? There is a it is and it is. I mean, because okay. nothing's really changed. Cause, yeah, once you get off on, once you get back on that major, what is that? Twenty two Highway Twenty Two, I believe mm-hmm. it is. Um, once you get on that, you're in Alabama for a while, then you're in Mississippi. And between mm-hmm. there, it's like very few exits until you basically get to two yeah. It's like um, an hour some, I want to say like an hour stretch where there's like just it's yeah. just dark. And it no and gas. it may be one or two, but you don't want to stop here as a black person. <laughs> you right. you ain't trying to stop there. <laughs> um so yeah, so if you are one of those people that's fearful, because that's usually when my tank hit almost half, just about, mm-hmm. you might want to just go ahead and stop for gas, right? There. I think that's um What's the name of that little Alabama town? Oh, it's something city. I can't think of it right now. I want to say Union City. It's something like that. But that's a little little town like right there before you hit that stretch. And then okay. you don't get nothing else to Tupelo. And then from Tupelo, you hit a few more Mississippi cities. That's a little safer. To, I mean, it's still Mississippi, but it's, you know, they're cities, yeah. little towns mm-hmm. that you got can stop in. That's, yeah, it got lights. and Because uh, most of those are little college towns and stuff. So you can stop in there. But anyway, mm-hmm. for me, internal snacks, I'm real simple. Give me a Red Bull because energy. Um, I like an array of candy. So Sour Patch Kids. Uh, I actually like the Jumbo Blow Pops. 
<laughs> those are really okay. good. You can just, you know, take one and just it'll just last you for a while. Then it turns into gum, and you got another piece of candy. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Give me some. Uh, I like sour. I like all kinds of sour candy. I like mm-hmm. anything Willy Wonka. Okay. So all that kind of stuff is really good. Did Alexa try to talk to me? Is somebody here? At your house? I felt like she said somebody might be at the door. Wait a minute. I ain't expecting nobody at this door. Ain't got a package? You ain't order nothing? Mm-mm, not that I can think of. Wait a little turn on this ring camera. This is live on the podcast. Is your alarm on? I just looked at the front door. Let me see. Live. Because Jehovah's Witnesses don't be coming around no more. Mm-hmm. Tap to go live. But then it is uh, election season. So, you know, somebody mm-hmm. might be trying to tap on your door to try to get you to vote for somebody. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody out there right now. Hold on. Y'all bear with us. I ain't, and I ain't taking this out of you. <laughs> okay. Anybody out there? Lord, ooh. Da, 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 the blood. Hold on, Bob. But anyway, yeah. So anything sour. I love anything Willy Wonka. Uh, I'm not. I like chips. Mm-hmm. But I don't need them because again, my ride's gonna be long. At least I don't feel mm-hmm. like it. So long as I got like good music, um, oh, we can we can do that next. But um, Red Bull candy, and then if I do my hood snack though, I mm-hmm. do get I give me an empty cup from the gas station. Sunflower because I give me some sunflower seeds. <laughs> <laughs> because because if you're sleepy, it keeps oh, yeah. like, it keeps you, you active. Gotta keep, yeah, you got to yeah, keep like you can't because like going. candy and gum, like I can stop eating, but sunflower seed, I gotta spit them things out. I can't. Yeah, it's so it's much work. work to eat mm-hmm. a sunflower seed. So like, yeah. Um. So I will do yeah. those, and then what I get mad about though is that Ash usually gets just like a pack of Skittles, mm-hmm. and they be trying to tap into my can and be like, "You, we was at the same store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could have got what you wanted to get, but the kids yeah. in the back, of course, they get their technology and they get their snacks, and I try to limit them on juice." Because as adults, Ash and I have a better propensity of holding our bladders oh, yeah. versus them. So I try to be like, listen, drink this now and no more sips until we get like an hour away. Because yeah. like I'll stop if we're right. an hour away because I don't feel like, but if I'm like in the middle, if I'm in the heat of it, mm-hmm. I'll be wanting to stop, bro. Yeah. So, we have yeah. like stopping points like where we know like if we're going to stop, we're going to stop at these places specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, but before, before Brooklyn existed. There was no stopping. Like we may have stopped like for gas one time, like because we said we just at a certain place. But other than that, we was going straight through. Like there was yeah. no stopping. But quick question: I don't, I don't know if we were going to go into this. But what, what time do you normally go out? Do you like an early morning driver? Are you Ooh. like a late at night or your overnight driver? When do you, when do you head out? It depends on the trip. Okay. Um, recently, it's been a morning situation. Not too. Mm-hmm. I, ain't, I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't that guy who's having leaving at four five in the morning. I just well, ain't me. me. I'm a five um, o'clocker. Nope. Nope. Nope, nope. I will. I, I, I'm not too much later than that. I'm more of a seven, eight o'clock guy. Mm-hmm. I'll get up early in the morning, but like wake up at five thirty six to be out the door at seven, eight. Uh, I've mm-hmm. done the four, five a.m., but it's because I needed to be using Memphis's context again. I needed to be there for something, mm-hmm. so I left. And the same, but before I did that, because I'm a night person, I will. I would be like, let's get up. At, let's six p.m. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And because we gain an hour, I'm in Memphis at eleven. Yeah, and I'm not because I'm not going. I because I don't. I know me. I don't go to bed to midnight, one o'clock, some nights right. anyway. Mm-hmm. So like I'm up. It's a little bit harder these days as I'm you know getting deep into these thirties. Like I'm still up, but driving and concentrating late at night is a little bit yeah. different for such a long stretch. Um, but I only do that if I know I need to be like, for example, my parents' vow renewal situation. Mm-hmm. I needed to be there all day that Friday. Right. So coming in Friday morning wasn't a didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. I came in Thursday 
afternoon because I work from home, so I don't have to wait till five six o'clock when I get off. Uh, so, but we left as soon as Ashley and them got well. Ashley didn't get off work, but we left. I feel like one of the boys had something going on. As soon as that was over, we hit the road. So yeah. anyway, um, so yeah, so snack playlist. Are you a music guy or you know podcast or do you have a certain playlist that you listen to? Certain artists that gets you going, keeps you motivated. Uh, by myself, it's gonna be music. Not by, sorry, by myself, it's gonna be podcast interviews. I enjoy mm-hmm. listening to interviews. I enjoy listening mm-hmm. to podcasts. I'm gonna listen to us first, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of recap some stuff, laugh. I think our show is hilarious. So I really enjoy our show. Mm-hmm. Um, then after that, it may be like maybe some interviews. I like I enjoy listening to people's stories. So maybe that. Um, <clears throat> if not that, then it's gonna be music. You know, hip hop, '90s R&B is never a miss. Um, '90s early 2000s gospels is never a miss um and then there are some albums i'm just gonna just be like you know what i can play this um uh i do have certain playlists like for instance like music soul child for those you sure you know is my favorite artist mm-hmm. um music soul child john p key my favorite, gospel is gonna be john p key music soul child will be my is my favorite r&b artist so i would i've i created a playlist of just all his songs and i just let that just run uh, and I'll just press play on music. So I can listen to him all day. Yeah. Um, I also have a playlist I created where it's just a bunch of voices that I love. So like okay. music, um, Bilal, D'Angelo, Jasmine mm-hmm. Sullivan, Eric Badu. Wow. So it's just, <laughs> I just throw that on there. Mm-hmm. Um, or if I'm really feeling the way, like if I'm driving late at night, I'm listening to freaking hip hop as loud as I can listen to it. Like okay. if I'm driving late at night, I'm listening to hip hop. Something's going to make me dance. Or something's going to keep my energy up. Um, but if I'm driving during the day, I could I could listen to R&B all day. But mm-hmm. at night, it's gonna be hip hop. I'm I'm rapping, I'm cussing. You know, I'm doing all the stuff to kind of keep me energized. If that makes any sense? Yeah, talking no. about shooting niggas and selling drugs and all that kind of stuff. That is hilarious. Um, <laughs> so I'm I'm the opposite. I force my family to listen to podcasts because they all go to sleep on me anyway. And as soon as I mm. press play, they be like, "Why are you listening?" I said, "You're literally falling asleep. Go <laughs> lean into that and leave mm-hmm. me alone." Uh, because it, here's my rationale. I love podcasts, but if I feel like so, like our podcast, the read, a lot of them are hour and some change plus, up to two hours mm-hmm. or so, right? Yep. I just told y'all, Memphis, I can do it in five hours. Mm-hmm. If I listen to our podcast plus the read, that's four hours yeah. gone. I ain't got mm-hmm. to worry about the right song, skipping a song. I literally can press play and mm-hmm. be and be. And by the time I'm in Memphis, I can hit play. On one of my favorite albums. Most albums take you about four to five minutes to an hour to get through. Yep. And then I'm in this like it's yep. it, it takes the thought out of it all. And yeah, when yeah, I yeah. know I'm about to travel, I I won't listen to certain podcasts that week so that mm-hmm. I can save them yep. for the road. Or what I've also done, I'll put it in my AirPods and let yep. Asha control the radio so that I can focus and do my thing. So for me, I'm in a season where I need what I need to do to focus. Otherwise, yeah. I use sometimes I will get on the phone with people and catch up with folk who I ain't caught up with in a lot. If I'm by myself, the other thing I do if I'm by mm-hmm. myself yeah. and catch up with people. Um, there have been plenty of times I remember when, in my fusion days, me and Chris would get on and vision cast. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, bro, he'd be like, you on the road. I'd be like, yep, I need you to take out a pen because uh, <laughs> God, God is speaking. Uh, but, but, <laughs> but literally on the road, though, my brain will just start. I'm like, mm-hmm. I got to get this out. But it'll help me too because, again, just like sunflower seeds, I'm actively engaged. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I can do that. Um, I will listen and, to music. Go ahead. And before we go further, I think the one of the benefits of road tripping is the time. 
of just thinking and yes. you can flesh out a lot of information yes. and thoughts and ideas come. Yes. So when I'm traveling and driving for work, I'm using those moments as like thinking of just yes. ideas and stuff like that because it's just you by yourself and I might, might cut the music off and just be in, like, in the mm-hmm. car in my space just thinking about myself. So And if you got a creative partner, like I was saying, somebody you work with, like I know me and you, you was like, bro, I'm on the road. Let's talk this out. And me and yep. you'll be going and I'll be taking all these notes because it's just so much. And I feel like for me when I'm on the road, um, I can I can think and be free, but it forces you to be creative because you literally the only other focus you have is the road, is driving. Yeah, that's and it. I've been driving so long that talking ain't gonna distract me. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm able to flesh out these ideas and really talk it out. And then because it's so much time, if the other person got time, there's no limit. Right. We're just here. Yeah. <laughs> We're just here. Yeah. We're fleshing out ideas. Um, on top of the fact that we can catch up and laugh and joke because we're also friends. So it's like layers to everything that you can do in that situation. Um, But that's pretty much how it is for me. Now, I do have some of my go-tos. Maddie's Girls will be in rotation. Mm -hmm. I got Mm -hmm. some Kurt Franklin. I got a Chris Brown playlist. Um, Mm -hmm. I got a bunch of different playlists. Christmas time is coming up. I got a Christmas playlist. I have a Christmas playlist as well. I'm I'm building a new one, as some of you may have seen on the socials. Jesus' mama is is a black woman. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, My last one was Jesus is black, and so was Santa. Um, You know what I'm saying? So Mm. I I love these type of things. I love doing. I love curating (laughs) the things. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, so like it really depends on where I am. Season in life, I do that. Um, So yeah, that's like for a road trip. Do you do the same level like entertainment or snack preparation? For a flight, or you just kind of be like, I'm gonna get on this flight, I'm gonna eat some uh, at the airport, going about my business. So, if I'm getting on a flight, uh, I have like, so I saw, I have to get there. I don't get there early. I get there just about the board or enough time right before boarding. <laughs> so I'm not being, I'm not going to be in the airport a long time. Same. Um, and, and most of the time it's cost me being like super close to potentially missing flights. It, it is what it is. But I'd rather almost miss a flight than be there two hours early. Three hours, yeah. Yeah, I, ju- I just can't do that. Um, so I, what I normally do is I go to the airport. I get a, uh, like a snack. Like it could be like a kind bar. Um, I get like a salty snack that could be either a thing of Cheez-Its or um, the little mix, trail mix kind of thing, but it's not really trail mm-hmm. mix, um, like a salty mix. Uh, and then I have to get either a vitamin water or like a Gatorade or something like that. Okay. I have to have a drink um, because I don't care where I'm going. I hate being on the, in, in, on the plane thirsty. Uh, and then I know they do like drink service, but it's not the same as they're not giving you vitamin water or smart water or yeah. Gatorade or like that. They will give you a soda, coffee, or something like that so mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i like to be able to have my a snack in addition to whatever snack that they give me um and that's that's pretty much it i, I the same thing anytime i go to the airport like anytime i do anything i yeah. have the same routine mm. it's just my routine so, so my, about my, you? my upper routine is very different than my, okay. my road trip routine i don't need nothing to eat because when i get to them when really? i get on that once my row is full mm-hmm. josh rogers is going to sleep oh pfft. The plane ain't got to take off. The plane ain't got to finish filling up. I mm-hmm. am done. I am knocked out. The mm. only way I do not go to sleep is if I know, like, in this season of my life, I got a bunch of work to do. So I, mm. I'll pay for I pay $5 for the internet. Yep. And I'll do some work. But if it's, like, vacation or anything like that, I am putting my AirPods in or putting the headphones in if it's Delta, putting on a movie I've seen a million times because I just oh, yeah. like background noise. Uh-huh. And I'm out. I'll even, yeah, yeah. I usually miss the snack service because I'm out. Mm. Um, if I'm if it's an afternoon flight, the caveat will be stopping to get a snack because, like to your point, 
I get to the airport enough time to get to my flight. So I don't yeah. have a lot of time to get a lot of pre-snacks and stuff like that. I'm mm-hmm. getting a Five Guys burger or some Popeye's chicken, something in the airport real fast. I know I can eat mm-hmm. and be done before the flight takes off. Um, and I might get a game. I might get some candy to snack on before I fall yeah. asleep. Mm-hmm. But other than that, uh-uh, I'm waiting for my meals when I get there because that's that's just kind of what it is and what it's going to be. And yeah. Um, yeah, I don't need all that. I don't need smart water. I mean, I see the yeah. people like you who prepare. That just ain't me. I just have a drink. I know. I mean, I'll get something at the thing. Like I'll get like a cranberry juice or something. Like if I need. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I've also gotten on that flight and went on about my business. Now, if it's early, like let me see, I got a flight coming up in two weeks. That the flight leaves at eight a.m. So I need Mm -hmm. to be there, and it's a Monday, so I am gonna get there a little early because Hartsfield Jackson on Monday morning is hard. Dumb. Yeah. Um. So that will be a Starbucks situation because I just need to be ready. Mm -hmm. Um. Because I'm actually hitting the ground running. For that work trip, and I don't have, I don't have time to recoup and yeah, all that other I kind of stuff. That's one of the trips I got to be dressed already and all this other kind of stuff. But anyway, that's pretty. And then at the time too, how do you dress at the airport? That's another thing. Depends on where I'm going. If I'm going yeah. to, if, I'm, if I got like you said, if I got to hit the ground running and it's like a work trip, I'm gonna be in my work polo, pants, and some nice, uh, probably some dress sneakers, mm-hmm. something comfortable. Mm-hmm. If I'm traveling by myself. Depending on the season, but probably every season, I'm going to be at least wearing some shorts. Like, I'm going to wear some shorts, and my top is going to be determined of what season it is. So, if, if it's, like, right now, I'm wearing some shorts and, like, a, a hoodie or a sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. If it's the summer, it's going to be some shorts and maybe some type of T-shirt or something like that. Um, but I usually feel like shorts are the most comfortable um, thing to wear on a plane if I'm not going to, like, a work event. Yeah. Like, if I'm not, if I'm not getting off the plane immediately and going to, to what I got to do... I'm going to wear some shorts. I'm going to be hella comfortable. Um, might have a denim jacket just because, you know, I just wear a denim jacket. It's kind of like my security blanket. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, like, it's, I'm gonna, you know, I'm going to be comfortable. Uh, I'm going to be super comfortable. I'm not going to dress up. I'm not wearing slacks. I'm not wearing a dress shirt unless I have to. Or, or for a situation where I was already at work and, like, say I left an event, like, recently. I left an event. I had a blazer. I had a dress shirt on. And I didn't have enough time to go somewhere and change. I just wore that back home on, on a plane. Okay. That makes sense. I'm I'm pretty much the same way. Like when I was in college, you try to stun the airport, so I would have like mm-hmm. a whole ensemble. Mm-hmm. But like today, in the today of things, it, it's it's really seasonal. Warmer months, shorts. Cooler months, sweats. Mm-hmm. And it's just that's just, I mean that's, it's really that simple. Yeah. Um, my biggest decision is like what hoodie. Cause I do try to still be fashion forward. I ain't gonna hold. Yeah, it. without a doubt. Yeah, so like yeah. if I get like right now, I got this red support black college. So I'm wearing like my um maybe some breads. Yep. Um, you know, so or I got some other like they're not technically breads, they're the black, red, and white ones colorway. Mm. Um, yep. this got yellow in it, so maybe I got I got some of those. Like so, it's it's and you know what I'm saying? I'll fix it up that way. Yeah. Um, depending on what color sweats I got, I got you know I got all the colors: black, blue, gray. Yeah. I got some green ones, and then I just put like a, a hoodie or a sweatshirt. Or something that matches that, and then of course bring a coat because I ain't sitting in no coat in the plane. But right. if it's cold, where I'm going, so I can have easy access. And the right. same thing, like even for when we went to LA, I had on like an outfit, but it was a very chill casual. It was like some shorts and like right. this little button down. It was it was a button down. But it was like this baseball jersey type. It was like a two piece, right? yeah, yeah, kind of set type of situation. And but but that was equivalent to me wearing basketball shorts or whatever, mm-hmm. and 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 a graphic tee because that's typically what it's going to be. It's going to be some yeah. kind of short and a graphic tee. And I'm done. And some sneakers. Uh, and I like yeah. sneakers that don't take a hard time to, to take off. I need to pull them off because I ain't finished my pre-check yet. Oh, yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm still in the ghetto. 
Um, but but <laughs> I also I've also like depending on how warm it is, I've worn like slides to the airport because mm-hmm. I'm not going. And then again, I'm not taking on my bill. I'm not going. I'm making my airport travel as convenient mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. possible. Unless yep. to your point, I am doing something for work and I got to hit the ground running. For example, Afrotech is where I'm going in two weeks. Where I got to hit the ground running. I might depending on what I have on. I might have on a belt. I probably have on jeans. Mm-hmm. Um, so that will be one where it's going to take me a little bit more time to get undressed. Well, not yep. undressed, but security ready. But mm-hmm. even still, like when I feel like when I know I'm like two, three people away, my belt is already off. My yeah. shoes are loosened. My laptop is in my hand. I don't right. have time. Yeah. <laughs> to be, I hate the people who get there and start doing Ooh. all of that stuff. Right, because even because I've been through one time, they sent me through the pre-check line because they were so busy. Mm-hmm. And these people, with all the stuff that you don't have to do, are still just not taking out their laptop or just not doing whatever the little, the few things that you have to do in pre-check. They're uh-huh. just starting to do it as soon as they get to the, yeah. the little security team. Like you didn't know that you needed to throw this 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 shampoo away or like you got yeah. this big old bottle of water, like. Come on, fam! Like, yeah, just toss all, it all down. That, <laughs> that's bothersome. And I, and I, and as a person that I, you do this, you travel a lot. I travel a lot. So now we know how the travel game is. We know yes. where to go to, how to get there, where the parking is, where this, this, and that. So when you see people in front of you that don't know what they're doing, I'm like, why are you? Here? Like, what are, what are you doing? Like, you doing? How, like, what do you like? Why aren't you prepared? You know what I'm saying? Like, why aren't you? Uh, it, that that is frustrating because you're holding up the line the and you're trying line. to figure out. You know why the alarm is going off, and it's like you check your pockets, and they pull us out of their pockets, and then they got their belt on. Mm-hmm. And there's some cases where in pre-check you don't have to take your shoes off, so people taking their shoes off. I'm like, you must yep. not have been here before. You don't know what you're yep. doing. You don't know and anything. in Atlanta has those little crate things where yep. you got to put so them you in. Gotta they gotta wait. You just go to the most the the, the, the first the one free open. one, and they keep giving you new bins, so you can just keep putting all your. <sighs> oh, it's so frustrating. It's so it, frustrating. Novice travelers are are definitely yes. frustrating. I feel like. That needs to be the part two to this episode of mm. how to properly travel because yeah. let's do that real quick. I feel like we could do this real fast. Okay. If you are getting ready to the airport, if you don't have, mm-hmm. let's let's do it just for the non-pre-check people. Okay. You have to take your shoes off. Yep. You have to take your belt off. Yep. And you have to take any head coverings off. Yep. You know, minus religious stuff. Yeah. You don't take your watch off. No. You don't take any other jewelry off. Nope. You don't take your glasses off, nor your mask if you're wearing those in the airport. If you have on a hoodie, it is considered a jacket. You have to take that off. Yeah. And also a regular jacket. You have to take it off. Like those, and you have to take all your, anything larger than a cell phone has to come out of your bag. Yes. And go in its own separate compartment. Its own separate compartment. Yeah. Or, or, <laughs> or the same compartment as long as they're not overlapping and all that kind right. of stuff together. Right. And each, each compartment has, each, each thing has its own, each bin deserves its own bag. Each bag has its own bin. Yes. And you got to put your bin in a bag. This is Atlanta because some airports are a little different. Yeah. That's it, fam. Oh, and your pockets need to be clear. Yes. Wallet, receipts, everything. You can't, Throw it away. can't take anything in your bag. It's over. If it's liquid, can be over like two point something ounces Some or something ounces. like that. Yeah. And you can't have any water. Like yeah. any liquid. No, no open you liquids. You can't have open liquids. You gotta throw that away. Throw it away. And if you and if you mistakenly pack your good cologne and all that kind of stuff, be prepared to part ways. Yeah. Because it's going away. It's like so don't even stand there and argue. It's your fault that you forgot. So mm-hmm. don't pack it. Matter of fact, this episode could have been sponsored by Scentbird when they send you small travel size samples of colognes <laughs> of your choice for seventeen ninety five a month. I have a subscription, but those are really great because you can choose the colognes or the perfumes of your choice. They mm-hmm. already come in travel size cases for you to try mm-hmm. 
but they're perfect for traveling. Right. Because you don't have to bring your big stuff, risk your, you know, your glasses, the glass container right. that is in breaking and all that other kind right, of stuff. Right, right, right. Anything else you would give the people as they're going to the airport or navigating the airport? Just be, just, just do your research before you get there. If you, if, yes. you know, if you don't travel frequently, do your research before you get there. Yes. Know where to go. Um, knowing what time check-in is. Uh, if you don't have, just like, just, just be, be prepared. Like research the the airport if you don't travel to a lot if you've never been to certain airports research the airports research all that stuff, um because you know efficiency is a thing you may be you may be the person that's there two hours early you might be saying well I, it ain't my fault I'm here two hours early but there may be somebody who's there who's maybe something happened they had a car accident or maybe had a flat tire and they rushing through yeah and you taking your time and you are affecting somebody else's ability to get yes. to where you need to be yeah that is yep. so good don't be a butthole just because you're over prepared either. Right, because I've been the person. I ain't never, I ain't never been to the airport three hours. No, nah, never. But I have not, not tra- traveling with my wife. Mm-hmm. We get there a little early because Ashes anxious. She's like Chris <laughs> in that way. She like mm-hmm. to be there early and oh, yeah, scared she gonna miss something. Early. Um. So, but in those cases, I don't take my extra precious time because I know I have. Now I might walk through the um, what is it called? The terminal. Yeah. Slow. Like yeah, without yeah. any rush or haste, because I don't, I ain't in a rush to get nowhere. Right, because you already know where you. Where yeah, you're going. but when I'm in line, I'm not taking my time and waiting. To, I'm, I'm not doing. It. I'm, I'm still moving through the line with a sense of not necessarily urgency, but like prioritization. I know what I'm doing, so I'm prepared. And one is because I don't like standing there. I don't like, I don't like doing things that's that's going to take unnecessarily longer than it should. Right, I'm gonna say right, it that right. way. So if that right. means, like I said, my shoes are already loose, my laptop is out of my bag, and my flight could be two hours later, I'm still mm. gonna be that level of ready when they right. ready to look at my ID to make me pull my mask down so I can see my full face. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm still ready. Yeah. But when I get to the terminal, feel free to walk around me because I ain't finna, I ain't in a rush then. Right, right. But right. at the same time, I'm not gonna be mad at you if you walking around me. I'm also mm-hmm. not gonna walk in the middle of the hallway. I'm gonna get to the right. Yeah. Get out your way. Because mm-hmm. I know y'all, you know, y'all rushing and moving. And I'm going to do mm-hmm. my thing. Right. Um, the other thing, too, is if, and, and we're not here to body shame, but if you are mm-hmm. of a certain size, you need more than one ticket, unfortunately. And, and it's just true. If, if 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 a if a If more than 25% of your body is on the other seat, you need another seat. Because those mm-hmm. plane rolls, oh, even in first class, they're bigger, but not so much bigger. That somebody who's like, you know, really obese, like, mm. can comfortably sit with another person in such a right. small space. Yeah, no, so, no. Be con- and that's other, be considerate, like, and then thinking about snacks. You may not want to do the sour cream and onion, the salt and vinegar oh, chips. no. Curry chicken or whatever. Curry chicken. Or something that's real. Um, you know, things like that. I- I'm going to give babies a pass because toddlers are going to be toddlers. Right. But um, you ain't much you can do about that. But you can stop them from kicking the seat of the person in front of them. You mm-hmm. can do that. Uh, and mm-hmm. pulling on the seat. I know that seat lets back, mm-hmm. but you gotta be you gotta be courteous. Mm-hmm. Who you get back on? Right. You know it is those air, airplanes for all intents and purposes is public transportation. Right. I know we don't like to think about that. We don't think about buses and trains, but it is. So there's a certain level of courtesy. If you got a fart, go to the bathroom. Like it's just so <laughs> like these are things I don't think people think about. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Why you got fifteen thousand bags and you only put to have a carry on one personal item like. Yes. My way now. Like you're making me even more uncomfortable trying to stuff all your stuff under the seat beside you. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. 
Yeah, yeah. Figure out. I think figure out the rules before you go somewhere. Yeah, like that could be on the road or on and in, yes. in the airport. All the, uh, just figure out what you're doing before. Like there should be some level of planning. If you're not, and if you're a novice traveler, yes, plan. Because again, people like us, we already know what our plans are going to be. We already know what's going to happen. Yes, yes, um, and yes. So that should be a thing. Yes. Um, as we begin to wrap up, any other like, um, I guess tips and tidbits, especially as we go into the holidays, we kind of gave we gave you a low key cheat code because it's, the airport about to be busy it and is, the roads right. are about to be crowded. Um, yes. So any other cheat codes you want to give people as they're preparing to travel, whether with friend groups, with families or solo um, as we navigate these next two, two months? Uh, if you would, if it's, if it's outside of your immediate family, um, have great detailed conversations as far as what the itinerary is going to be, what the expectations are, all that kind of stuff. Um, who's bringing the snacks, who's chipping in on gas, all that kind of stuff. Make sure all of those details mm-hmm. are ironed out. Um, kind of also decide what their what their what their travel process is like, right? Especially if you mm-hmm. never traveled before. Do you like to stop a lot? Do you need to stop a lot? Do you need food? Are you do you have insulin? Like all the kind of stuff. Like all those things need to be discussed. Come on, do you need insulin? Yes, that's so good though. That's so true. <laughs> that's also like just like have real conversations. Like if my mom ever travels with us, you know she doesn't have like stuff like that. I'm gonna ask her like, you know, this is what we normally do. Do you need to stop at a certain amount of time? Do you need to eat certain food? Stuff. This is what we if we're leaving the travel, I'm gonna tell you how we travel and then let me let us know if there are any adjustments need to be made. I don't want to get on the road and have to make some changes. Brian, so I have to perform because ask your mama is guaranteed to want to pee. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be asking Ashley like, can you please tell your mama to use the bathroom? Mm-hmm. Because again, if we gonna pee, please let it be a it may sound by backwards. I don't mind stopping an hour out mm-hmm. if we're an hour out. But if we're an hour in and you already got to use the bathroom, but that's, that's, I'm about that's, to lose my mind. That's a tip. Use the bathroom. Everybody use the bathroom before you leave the house. Everybody. At least try. Yeah, at least because Josh, Josh would get, I don't have to go. I'd be like, you get in there, you pull that penis out, and you try. You push <laughs> yes. it out. Without a doubt. <laughs> I use the bathroom before I leave. Like That's the worst thing is getting on the road and then immediately having to pee. Like, no. Yes. Like you, we've only drive forty five minutes. But I gotta go. That's why. That's why I limit beverage use for the children. Why are you drinking so much juice? Right. So ooh, you brought up a nerve, and you said like, I love my mother in law, but she gonna have to pee when she ride. I'd be like, girl, yeah, nah, if you don't use the, if you drink your coffee when you first wake up and don't touch nothing else until you get to where we going, I don't have, I don't have yeah. capacity. But yeah. I also understand she's a woman of a particular age, right? Yeah. So I expect it. I just don't want it to be in the first hour. No, no, no. That's, that's nah, all. We have, I, we have certain travels. We have we have two max stops in our in our in our repertoire in mm-hmm. our not our repertoire but our schedule. If max, max yeah. meaning like if emergency. Yeah. But uh, ain't no just stopping just to stop. Like yeah. You know, have the conversation before you leave. Yep. The only other thing I would add to that before we close it out is that um, like you kind of alluded to it, but know the full plan of the trip. Mm-hmm. Um. Especially if it's a group or a family, like you, you know where you're going, you know what's up. Don't don't come up in here surprised. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like so, for example, let's say I did go to Memphis for Thanksgiving. Let's say my good friend Jason, who I don't think is traveling, decides to come with me. Don't like I'm coming to be with family. Don't come here to be a Memphis tourist. That's not mm-hmm. what this trip is. Right. Like I'm not gonna have you sitting in the house with me all day. But we're going to be spending a vast majority of this time 
with mm-hmm. my family. That's why you came. If you can get an Uber and explore this city if you want to. I've right. done all the touristy stuff in Memphis anyway. I don't have <laughs> right. a desire to go back. Right. Um, I will for certain people. Like, like if you and Lauren came and said, Josh, I really want to go to Elvis Mansion. Um, just because I know y'all would never want to go there. But if you just say that you did, <laughs> I went. Most Memphis, especially black Memphis, have never been. I went because I was a part of an internship program that had it free. Mm-hmm. Unless you, you're going to pay for it, I'm going to go. Um, but right. let's just say you did. I'll go with y'all, but you know what I'm saying? Now that I ten, y'all ain't travel with me on major holidays that's family focused. Y'all come right. to Memphis for other specific things. So I say that to say, understand who you're traveling traveling with. If it's a holiday, be prepared to just be sit because you know how black folk do. We gonna sit up in our cousins in them house. That's that's just what we do on holiday. Yeah, we just we just sit up in the house. We might go shopping because of course we do that. We may go out to dinner and stuff like that, but we we ain't like we gonna go to too many dinners. We cook all this dang on food. Yeah, we eat the food and then we we get out of that. We go somewhere else. Yeah, we we might go to the movies because big movies premiere around the holidays. All Mm -hmm. these different types of things, right? So just be prepared for that. and if it's more of a like Friendsgiving trip or friend holiday, be prepared for the itinerary. The itinerary of what it was. Mm-hmm. Don't be taking these folks to the um, to the Alps and y'all ain't got no itinerary. I just up there in them cabins. Find right. them people something to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and even you know, so so just know how to navigate the spaces that you're in. Without um, a doubt, do them well. Stick to the plan, like Brian said. Know the rules of the car and the people that you're with. Or because if you're flying. You can't. There's no rules to the plane, but just understand the personalities that you're traveling with. Because right. again, if it's morning, I ain't no morning person. Josh Rogers ain't gonna be the same Josh Rogers you always know. I'm not gonna be mean to you, but I, I might be very quiet, right? Because I just don't like mornings. Mm-hmm. But if that was the we got eight a.m. flight though, I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. <laughs> just let me <laughs> let me take this final nap on the plane, and mm-hmm. we're gonna be good by the time we land, right? right. So just know the know them that labor among you. Yes, support. That's the I didn't say it. The Bible said it. The, the word of God said that. We believe. <laughs> The Bible to be the only, only. written word of God. We got to put that on the shirt. Um, so if there's nothing else, um, you ready to get into some self-care? Let's let's do that real quick. Yeah, let's do it. All right. All right, we're here at I Am My Brother's Keeper, Black Person Self-Care. We're black folks. We talk about how we do things to take care of our black bodies. Uh, so, Josh, what are you doing this week uh, to take care of your black owned body? Um, so last weekend I was in the house because I had been outside for homecoming extensively and I had a really hard week at work this week. I think I'm gonna do some of the same thing. I'm open to like going somewhere, mm-hmm. um, but I'm actually going to be in. I've met, we've mentioned a few times right here on the show that, um, got some travel coming up for work. And when I know I have a busy travel season, I try to spend more time at home because I'm mm-hmm. going to be away so much. Um, but if I'm invited somewhere, I'll consider it. Like last week, I didn't even consider a thing. Mm-hmm. Like. It could have been the best thing. And I got invited to like five Halloween costume parties. And uh-huh. they look lit. And I was like, nope, ain't going right. nowhere. Um, but this weekend, I'll consider something, but I'm not actively planning anything other than my normal routines of working out and kids' games. Um, so I'm again, so I guess I'll say all that to say rest and recharging for like um, all this pouring out I'm going to be doing. Mm-hmm. Over the next couple of weeks. How about you? Yep, same thing. Uh, I was out last week for work. Uh, I'm not working this weekend. It's gonna be uh, family choice or whatever one wants to do. I will do. Uh, if not, we're gonna be in the house just chilling or taking care of the crib. Because um, the following weekend I'm gonna be traveling. The next two weekend I'm gonna be traveling. Well, we're traveling as a family, but I'm going to work next weekend. The weekend after that I'm traveling again. After that is Thanksgiving, and then really mm. gets to the holiday hustle and bustle. So this may be the last weekend. 
um, where it's just you're not nothing. Doing anything. Yeah, you're not doing anything. Yeah. So um, might just chill, save some money, not do anything major. If we do anything, it'd be like go to the park or something like that, whatever. Um, but that's it. Let's go to the park. That's a good song. Mm-hmm. I wanna kiss you underneath the stars. Let's get lost in love. We, we just, just don't, don't care. care. We just don't care. Yeah, we, we just don't. Care. Care. Let's make love. love. Yeah, I thought John Legend was good. They might discover us. Yeah, let's um, get lost in love. Ooh, so real quick cool right. before we move on to this letter. Okay. I was listening to John Legend because I he hit my spirit. Mm-hmm. And you want want to know one of the most iconic lines in opening songs in John Legend history. What is it? You can't say I, I don't, don't love you just, just because, because I cheat, I cheat on you. Then <laughs> 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 it goes on to say, you don't see all the things to keep you from knowing the things I do. Like a race my phone and keep it out of town. I keep it strapped up when I sleep around. I should have known one day you find out. But here's the blessing. Mm-hmm. But you can't go and leave it now. <laughs> I want that John Legend. I want adulterous John Legend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Christy heard those songs and said, you will not keep singing about this. <laughs> and, oh, who is she? What's her name? You don't need to know about everything. We'll find about this. We'll find about that. that. We'll hang up the phone and call me right back. Now, I'll never be something I'm not. So please don't throw away what we got. We've been together for way too long. I've been playing around, but guess what? I'm coming home. You know that I love you. There's no one that love you. I said it the last time, but this is the, the last time. time. <laughs> don't hit me so over. Because I'm going to be faithful. Because maybe you're my, my number one. one. Which means Actually, <laughs> ooh, the, most, the, most hardest, the hardest thing about that song is Kanye gives us a solid feature. He does. And it's just like, every, and when I listened to it, I was like, why did you have to be so darn problematic and crazy? Right. Like, I tried to jack off, but you asked me, who was you playing with? I know he loved you. He told me you was, he his, was favorite. his favorite. It's, it's so like, good. It's like, that first John Legend album was explosive. Except uh, for I can change Snoop Dogg. Oh yeah, that, the Snoop Dogg joint. Yeah, but that's a, that's that's a skip. So other than that, other than that, other than that, like like uh, you just keep ordinary people because it's so it was so played out. Yeah, that I don't have to listen to it. But other than yeah, that's a good. Then album. he got the uh, isn't it the um the How How remix of Lauryn Hill at the yes, end? Like so good, it's so, so good, it's so good. Um, but anyway, yeah. Rodney Jenkins, did he bring us a letter? Uh, Rodney, we actually have an update. Okay. Well, let's get into it. All right. Oh, yes. Wait a minute, Mr. Bozeman. Wait, wait, hey, 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 Mr. Bozeman. What's going on, folks? We are here back at the P.O. Box. And before we get into it, we want to let you know that you two can be featured on the show by writing in to ask. The jigsaw at gmail.com. That is ASK the jigsaw at gmail.com. We will do a couple of things for you. We will possibly read your letter out loud, give you a pseudonym because we respect your pronouns and your privacy. And then we're going to give you the best non therapeutic, um, non professional <laughs> therapeutic advice that you can receive on Cicely Tyson's internet. So, with that being said, understood and accepted, Brian, who yep. do we have back in the P.O. box and what do they want now? We have Frederick Douglass is back in the P.O. box. From last week. Yes. Okay. That was the threesome, okay. right? Yeah. I, I believe I remember something correctly. Yes. Ah, yeah. It's the juicy stuff. <laughs> All right. So, Frederick Douglass uh, is the, the pseudonym that we give. We don't have to go with pronouns because we've already gone through that already. Uh, but we do respect pronouns. Uh, so, let me read it. 
Uh, shout out to Jasmine Spencer. She said that you know these is one of her favorite parts of the, the episode is the the the, the listener, uh, letters. PO, listener letters. Uh, so shout oh, out to her. Yeah, shout out Jasmine. <laughs> uh, so uh, so here's an update. Are you ready? First call me Frederick Douglass was hilarious because I got a big afro. Oh, awesome. <laughs> well, God bless you in your throat. I was thinking I got a big ego. I got. Shout out Beyonce. I, Kanye West. Another thing. Problematic. <laughs> um. So. Me and my roommate were mad awkward, as you could expect. Mm-hmm. I finally broke the ice and just asked, why are you talking about me in your threesome conversations? She was thrown off by my response and reluctantly answered. She revealed that it was her boyfriend that mentioned me, but they oh. both decided, oh, the boyfriend. <laughs> the boyfriend mentioned you. The boyfriend had his eyes on you. All right. <laughs> All right. Mm. I think it's up on another level. Okay. Uh, she was with her boyfriend that, that mentioned me, but they both decided that based on our roommate conversation situation, it would be best not that we add me in. However, she also admitted that once he brought it up, she started looking at me differently and she was then intrigued by the idea of, of having both of us. <laughs> All right. Uh, I was shook. Like, I am not offended. But I don't know that I. But I don't know that I'm interested. Okay, makes sense. I'm not offended. But I don't know if I'm interested. Lowest of the keys. I'm conflicted. One on one end, my boundaries are clear. I don't want to cross that line. Um, but I also wouldn't mind knocking down my roommate for the one time. <laughs> my God, uh, how should I proceed? LOL. Oh, uh, don't do it. Don't, I wouldn't do it, but you know, just in case if you want to, I'm gonna give you a song that might help you out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Brian was ready. I was ready to give you a nice philosophical answer. Brian finna, Brian finna turn you up to ain't no fun. I feel like that's what's coming. <laughs> it's not on. Uh, ain't no fun is not on here no more. I, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew Hold it. On. Let me find it. Let me find it. Was, it. I was like, he said a song, a threesome, and I then knocking you. I, I knew it. Go ahead. Play. Here goes. Hold on. This, this is not the real version. Brian's quit walking over there, y'all. You really don't know. So I'd advise you not to trust that hope. Silly of me to fall in love with a bitch. Knowing damn well once you caught up with my Oh, I got another one. Hold on. That's not, that's not the one. Hey, go. Hold on. Hold on. I got another one. It's another problematic song. Um, uh, Give me one second. Hold, please. Uh, I just listened to it this morning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you've been on your problematic vibes all day. Listen, uh, Dr. Dre. Mm-hmm. Um, give me one second. Bear with me, Saints. Um, Dr. Dre, Crime 2001. All right, now come on. There you go. Hold on. We're almost here. You know, that's just 
a few songs that if you wanted to. Well, I got know. one that's a little bit more tamed. Okay. Since we're here. Let me find the part. Oh, yeah, that's it. Is it coming? Oh, here it is. And that's my advice. He's always down for the Menage a Trois, but I think I'm going to hear the solo and hope my niggas don't mind. D'Angelo basically just said that he's down for a threesome with other men. He was just like, this time, I want to hear her by myself. That is right. literally what he said in the early 90s. I don't think niggas caught that, but that Listen. is literally what he said. I'm always down for my Menage a Trois. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm gonna hit it solo. Hope my niggas don't mind, right? Mm. So, so whether that was a train, whether that was threesome, I think that's where you need to be, brother. Not that you need to hit her solo. I'm not saying that either. I'm saying is that I hope that they don't mind that you respectfully bang out and respect your boundaries. The reason yep. why is because one, I'm not judging dude his sexuality and what not he's into, but he lied to you by making mm-hmm. it seem like she was bringing you up as some surprise. Right? When, well, let me take that back. Somebody lied. Either it's him mm-hmm. or it's her, right? She yep. could be covering her butt. He could be, you know, jealous because she brought you up the first time, right? Mm-hmm. Either way, they're both, they both don't mind having you in the situation. But it seems as if there is some contention around you being a part of it. And it seems the one thing that is consistently true that I heard mm-hmm. is that the issue is around her. Right. right, you were the boundary, and now she's thinking about it. Now she's talking about you. So whether he brought it up or she brought it up initially, none of that matters. What matters is that they made a decision as a couple not to involve you, mm-hmm. and now your brain is thinking like. And there's a here's the one complexity I will admit about being friends with women. Mm-hmm. I feel like having a platonic, non-sexual, non-romantic relationship with a woman is more than possible. Mm-hmm. What I think happens sometimes is that we are we get into situations like this where we begin to think about the other side of the game shout out to erica badu mm-hmm. and that's when we get in trouble because right. now that the idea has been introduced like she probably ain't never been ugly to you you just right. ain't never thought about it right but now that you know she won it it's like something has now triggered you it's mm-hmm. like well you're kind of cute i can give it to you right, right? but you don't want to mess your roommate situation. so if y'all are still cool and mm-hmm. y'all have figured out how to navigate because it didn't seem like you're ready to move out. Keep and just explain to her. I think you're beautiful. I actually don't mind to get down with the get down. But mm-hmm. and then here's the other piece. I don't know if you picked this up, Brian. He mm-hmm. said, "I want to knock her down for the one time." Mm-hmm. They want they they want you, right? Which means that I don't like you. Would, so then if if you decided, you don't have to create extra boundaries because you're talking about only being involved with her. You don't know what their plan is. Right, right, right. And how involved they want you to be with both of them. So mm-hmm. it's a lot you got to navigate, brother. So yeah. my best advice is to just don't. Yeah, stay with me. Just, just, just don't do it, bro. Yeah, because that, do that's it. so messy. It sounds messy. And I, yeah, because if you just knocking her down and they got different expectations, that's going to get bad fast. Right. And. And what if, yeah. and on top of that, like if if you knock her down solo and then he whack and now, whew. right? So don't touch it, bro. Don't touch it. And if it's best for you to move out when that lease ends, so you're not tempted, then do that too. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay no extra money to break a lease and like that right now. But like, no, I would no. definitely make sure I move the same way you've been moving, keeping it low key, high and by, and um, paying your bills. Make sure everything get paid on time and going on about your business. All right. Um, that's it for me. All right. All right, ready? Um, greater conversation. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let me talk. Let me talk.
Oh, we're here to greater conversation where we, you know, get some things off of our chest. I say it all the time that tomorrow's not promised, so cuss them out today. Josh, I think we're on the same level here, so I'm gonna let you go first. I might just pick it back on what you say for greater conversation. Lakeith Stanfield, all the hotels. I get what you're trying to say. I'm just gonna jump straight into it. <laughs> you right got over here talking about um gangster rap. If you for gangster rap, you can't be for black people. I like let's can we just go back to the history of gangster rap for a half a second, Brian? Right. This gangster just like Crunk, I feel like originated in like the Memphis, the South. Gangster mm-hmm. rap really got its origins in the West Coast. And yep. it was it was originally birthed out of a disdain for systems and police. Uh-huh. That's where gangster rap came from. F right. the police. Mm-hmm. We ain't gonna do this. Like it was it was really a um a loud cry of social justice if we're gonna keep it a buck buck. Yep. From there it evolved to what we would impose gangsters to be killing gangs, yeah. all this other kind of stuff. And if we if we take the future Hendrix example, shout out to Future uh, Nevadius. Um, if we take his example, Nevadius don't even do 90% of the stuff that he raps about anymore. Right. He's mm-hmm. openly admitted that. Yeah. You know, the same way we want John Legend to keep talking about infidelity, even though he's married and faithful, is the same like future understood this works for me. Right. So while I might not be the dirty sprite drinker, I'm gonna keep rapping about dirty sprite right. because this is what my fans want to hear. Right. And I'm not saying that that's right or wrong or it can be influential because like my kids who may listen to a future, a future, future album may be like, first of all, I feel like hearing future talk about Dirty Sprite ain't gonna make them want to go drink lean. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, they don't have that context. Right. So I can see how like because certain people are inspired and influenced by certain things. However, on the however, what I will say is that um. I don't believe that all these rappers who are rapping stuff are leading to their death. And I also don't believe that just because you support a certain type of music means that you can't be for black people and the expression of that art that they have. On the mm. other side of that, I also feel like, yes, celebrities do need to do a better job of being in spaces uh, where, their, where their celebrity and their fame is respected and not so much among the common people. Pastor Mosley told me something. Um, when I was under him that I rest with when I was a leader under him, you have to learn to walk among the people and not necessarily with them. And I think mm-hmm. that's something the art that a lot of celebrities have to do as they navigate and negotiate how they want to remain down. But at the same time, we can't lose the art of being humans. So mm-hmm. it shouldn't absolve you from being able to be at a private event mm-hmm. with 40 people. Mm-hmm. And expect to go home and everything be cool. Like I think that's the thing. So there's a lot of there's a lot of truths that exist, and mm-hmm. I don't think none of them are necessary or led to what was ultimately the tragic murder mm-hmm. of our dear brother um, and faved rapper Mr. Takeoff. So I need y'all to chill and to my church diggers. Yes, there it goes. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna tag you. No, no, in no. Right no. I, I think you might. Wanna, I think you might do a better job of this, and none I might have to just do a yeah. Okay. Um, well, if yeah, we tag to. you in. Okay, all right. So, um, you church niggas, uh, is not. It, it comes off as tacky and insensitive for any time somebody in the world in secular culture passes away for y'all dumb niggas to get on there and say, "Who is this so and so that y'all talking about?" Like one, it, it, and you're doing it to try to sound like you're relevant or irrelevant or whatever you want to do. It mm-hmm. makes you sound ignorant. It makes you sound tacky. It's distasteful. Is it's unbecoming of even of a believer. Like, there's no reason that you should not know who's what's happening in culture at all times, right? You may not necessarily have heard maybe the songs. You may not necessarily have um been the biggest of fans, but you at least have some kind of context of who they are and be sensitive um to <clears throat> to uh, what happened that the family members might pass away. That's it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna leave it at that. 
But y'all are trash for that. Y'all are stupid for that. I dislike y'all for that. And that's why one of the reasons why people don't come to the church because they don't, you know, people like y'all exist and y'all are terrible. dislike you. Yes. I love that part. Um, I want to add in, but I'm going I'm to I'm I'm let it go. Um, there, there was a particular person I think we're all Facebook, air quote, friends with um, who did something like that. And it's like, if you don't know who they are, you don't know who they are. You can shut right. up. But you, sound, but you sound like you want to say something dogmatic and stupid, and it's mm-hmm. unnecessary. Like, You're lame. just be quiet. You're, like You're lame. You're dumb. You know, I expect my mama not to know who Takeoff is, and she ain't gonna touch social media about it. She might come ask me, "Who is this mm-hmm. rapper about keep talking about that?" And that's yeah. it because it's everywhere. Right. But she's not gonna make that insensitive statement, it, right? And try, and try to make it try to make it funny. Like, it's, yeah. it's not funny, bro. Yeah, it's who is not this funny. Takeoff that you speak of? And it's like, nigga, you're thirty. Google Takeoff, and I promise you, headlines are gonna swirl. Right. Go to Instagram. It's, it's, it's every. It's literally everywhere. Um, but yeah. But if that's all that's been said, let's do the next episode. Just wraps up another episode of the Jigsaw Podcast. Um, as always, I want to thank you all for jumping in and joining us and sticking with us and always being here. Um, so I love y'all so much. As Brian would always say, we will be great without you, but we are even better with you, Brian. Yes, and the nigga follows the shaker. So you know exactly who this nigga is. Sorry. Um, follow us on all the platforms. I am Josh Rogers. I am Brian here at the Jigsaw Podcast. Check out the website. Five stars and nothing at all. Leave us a comment. Let us know how great we are. We appreciate you. We love you. I'm going to leave it at that. Before we leave out of this room, Josh, let the people know what they need to do. Yes. What you can do is all you can, while you can, in the very best ways that you can, but in all of your doing, please, 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 do not get caught up with your work undone. See y'all next week. Peace. Peace.